0: oh we're live we're I'm live totally. I lo- it was weird now we're live <laughs> it's weird because uh we're not recording on our usual date that's
1: why yeah <laughs> yes <It is>. <laughs> yes <laughs> no it was actually really funny because uh i told dad i'm like hey like since i'm doing the time stamping and stuff do you mind if we drop on fridays like it would just like give me more time with school and stuff and he's like, yeah, yeah no problem and then we ended up recording two days beforehand anyways
0: <laughs> i know Classic. Classic Springs and Thread. I love it. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this week's podcast. Uh, As always, if you haven't done so already uh, and you're listening to this um, on your platform, please follow us at springs.thread on Instagram. And the website is www.springsandthread.com, where Mikey, again, is uploading links for you guys to click on and see what we're talking about. Um, As always, let's cover the usual. Mikey, I want to start out with you. Last week, you did say that uh, you picked up a watch, and you picked up the Casio G-Shock GA-1200. Uh, 2,100.
1: 20, oh, 2100. Sorry, 2,100. Oh, we got schooled. Ooh, yeah, that's ouch. right. I'm the watch. I'm the watch there you go. on this motherfucker. You're the watch guy. It's me. <laughs> <You> tell me, <laughs> it's me,
0: sir. Is that on your wrist
1: now, or what, what's going on? No, you know, it didn't show. Ah, uh, psych! <laughs> oh, we got psyched. Ooh. Okay, so uh, yes, walk it, me through. it is on my wrist um how long did it take know, it took uh i don't know i want to say it was like less than a week it came less on monday what day did we I did what day did we do the pod last week was it tuesday or wednesday tuesday Tuesday. yeah so i guess it took six days okay which isn't that bad considering it's shipping from uh uk, UK right, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah yes yeah um you know this is the first time I've had to pay duties on anything duties uh duties on anything in so long,
0: oh my gosh, okay, so yeah. what it was what what was the damage?
1: It was only like thirty five bucks, which is pretty okay. light, but still okay. like it was it just felt weird like I also hate how uh when they ask you for your credit card number at least I think it was FedEx that shipped it for me okay um they don't they don't have like a machine that they can just like. Oh, run yeah. the card through they're like can you give me the number it's like i gotta trust you with the number like Yikes. what so yeah hopefully my credit card doesn't get like stolen or something i mean okay. I trust. Well, you're
2: about to sign up for so many credit cards probably yeah
1: <laughs> more, more than likely um before you ask me what's on the feet i will tell you what was on the feet this week
2: no i want to
0: i want to hear more about the watch really quick so how does it more feel about the watch. how does it feel
1: Uh, you know, it's nice being able to say that I'm wearing something. (laughs) Are you late
2: to your appointment still? What was that? Are you late to any appointments?
1: No, I'm, uh, you know, I'm right on time with this baby on the wrist. There you go. Oh yeah. I'm right on time. So the time time. setting,
0: everything was nice and quick, everything easy to use?
1: Yeah, it was actually really quick. I didn't even have to like manually set it really. It was just like, they have like the different time zones. So I just picked the New York and it just automatically set. And I was like, all right, cool
0: nice um, okay. yeah
1: so uh, I you know I do like the rubber look I still think I want to do the metal conversion but okay. like the it seems like the uh, the mod that I want is like off Wish off Wish by the way is going to be like a hundred and ninety bucks probably shipped which is I thought Wish was supposed to be cheap like don't they sell just like
2: go, just go direct from Alibaba that's where you're buying it from anyways yeah
1: yeah, but the thing is I've even checked Alibaba and it's like whenever I search for the model number it's like nothing like it gives me nothing of value.
2: <laughs> it, it
0: might be um you know the keyword thing. I I don't know. Have you just tried like G-Shock metal or anything like that?
1: Yeah. Uh I haven't but I probably should. Um yeah. I guess I just keep on putting in GA2100 and getting bad results. Like when Darius Darius sent uh one of the kits earlier this week if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And um it was like it was like a hundred hundred bucks. It I was think. like yeah, I think it was like seventy bucks or something like that. But it also it was it was not a Cassie Oak kit. It was a Royal Broke kit. Ooh.
2: There you go. That was the problem. I just saw it. It popped up on my on one of my chats. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't look at it. I opened it. I'm like, ah, goddamn.
1: Yeah, you know, I I don't want to run the risk of walking down the street and somebody thinks you know oh who's that guy is he like a celebrity or something and it's like nope, nope. he's just like nope, just a poser
2: he's just it's a royal
1: broke <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a royal broke exactly so um i don't know i guess it remains to be seen what will happen i almost bought another watch today but uh ed warned against it
0: i i think the price was just rather high for what you were looking for uh Darius, what do you think? I don't know. When I when I see like the those Casios, I I I do think once you hit the over thirty-five mark, it's a bit of a stretch for what you're getting.
2: It, I think it's a bit of a stretch, but also there's a point to be made like convenience is a thing. That's true. Like hunting for like the ten and fifteen dollar deal on like these watches. That- <laughs> it's gonna take you like five days. The watch could have been on your wrist in that five days. That's true, right? He,
1: so, Mikey, e, you before. might have
0: you might have two watches in rotation moving forward. We'll
1: we'll, we'll see if they ordered Let's that go. We'll, we'll see Let's if they ordered Does um does ASOS where do they ship from? Where's their? Do you know DC? Have, I couldn't tell you. DC? No idea. I don't. I feel like they're like the UK or something. No, no DC never like distribution center. <laughs> dude. I thought you were saying like Washington <laughs> District of nah, Columbia. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure they're Ooh. uh from from um, the UK as well. Yeah, I don't know if I want to pay duties on a on a little transparent Casio. So <laughs> we'll see. Right. We'll see. Anyhow, on the feet this week, <laughs> <laughs> I wore. Uh, actually, you know what? I wore my Jordan Four Fire Reds for the first time because I just wanted to break them to out. Go! I myself. I, and I mean I I also wore the uh you know I tried on the Issy pleats with them. All right, ziggy zaggies. My ziggy, ziggy zaggies. zaggies, yeah. And I'm I'm still undecided on what pair I want to keep. Huh? Yeah,
2: bro. Just keep both. <laughs> I don't
1: know if I'm I don't know if I'm about to do that, but <laughs> but. I so don't know,
0: you like, you pop on the fire red fours. You've got your your Cassiope, You've got your ziggy mm-hmm. zaggies. That's mm-hmm. a pretty fresh fit for winter.
1: I'm not gonna lie. It's a very fresh fit for winter. Um, but then again, we know my rule. Yes, you don't wear white sneakers in the wintertime. Hmm. That's uh, all I wear though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect segue
2: as to what what was on your wrist this week, Darius. And what did you wear? Uh, I've been wearing my AP a bit more. Um, a little more here and there. You know, I get to... You know what scares me? I'll tell you what scares me all the time. And it's like the dumbest thing because this nev- essentially never happens. But some of my jackets have buttons mm-hmm. by, the, um, by the cuff. And they're metal buttons. And I am like... Uh, i'm gonna scratch the scratch my watch on it, and Royal Oak's show scratches like you look at it wrong and it will scratch basically <laughs> just because of how polished it is and how it's brushed, so I will wear like longer sleeves or wider cuffs that I've been like of sweaters I've worn for a long time that sort of the like, cuffs balloon out, yeah, so it goes over my watch so I can wear my uh my jacket and not worry about it so much so I've been wearing those sweaters a bit more this week. So I've been wearing the Rolex a bit more. So that was on the wrist a bit more bringing it back cuz I was wearing Rolex a lot um last couple of weeks. And then on the feet, back to my Margellas. Back to some Merrell cats. Nice winter shoes. Well, there's the, no snow,
0: so you yeah, can't really winter say shoes. Winter. <laughs> I
2: guess. Yeah. The only thing is like they have suede on the toes, so it hasn't been snowing too bad. So I've been wearing the suede.
0: Are you a, are you a person that cleans like the suede once it gets dirty? No, absolutely
2: not. I let it be. I like that.
0: Can't, can't be everything. Um, well I showed you guys and it's been on the wrist the whole time, which is just the 58, but on the, uh, fabric strap, uh, very comfortable, but I'm like in between sizes. So sometimes it's too loose and then sometimes it's too tight, but it is what it is. Um, Gets me through the days. On feet, starting last week, um, had, a, had a great meeting um, with a rare, with a Toronto brand, with an owl. And then I had to just bust out, for some reason, for that meeting. And it was physically distant. I had to bust out the Levi's 327s. And uh, I got pretty good compliments from that team. So I'm happy I did. And ever since then, I've just been wearing it. Weekend and into
2: this week. Very nice. Yeah. Are you going to do the uh, distressing on the Levi's You know what? <sighs> or the bleaching?
1: No. Let me do the med.
0: No. I'm just going to wear it and then see how it wears. The one shoe that I actually was thinking about doing that to were my Jordan 6 uh, light denims. Because I scooped those uh, super clearance. I think it was a really good deal. Um, and then I just can't wait to really distress the shit out of it and do bleaching and whatnot.
1: What, Jordan 6?
0: It was the denims. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that the, the color of that denim is too kind of farm boyy. y um, where if, if it was a lighter tone, it'd go a lot better, with uh, go well with a lot, some other stuff. Yeah.
2: Not bad. Yeah. I need to expand my rotations of things.
1: <laughs> That's what I need to do. I think you need another pair of speed trainers, Darius no you don't oh you're over the speed no. trainer now
2: it's not that i'm no i'm not that i'm over it's like they change their production facilities and like they just don't feel good anymore
0: he mentioned that on another yeah. pod for those listening you can uh, check it for those catalog. listening you would
2: know what my thoughts are on the current speed trainers <laughs> in short if you didn't listen you're not an og like you're a fake one um because <laughs> you're a royal broke because you're a real broke um Essentially Blenciaga went went from made in Italy to made in China, and the quality stepped down substantially. The a lot of the details of the shoe changed significantly. Everything changed about it. So it's like a different shoe. You sound oh, really speaking,
0: sad about that, Darius. Sorry, one more you know, thing I'm before we sad. roll on to today's content. Really random, but today I I was just driving driving back. Um, and near near the workplace, I was driving through and then some someone was walking on the sidewalk. And this guy was wearing, and I, I can't tell, I don't know the date, so maybe Mikey can jump in. But I believe they were the original uh, Jordan 4 Metallic Reds. And I almost wanted to stop him and be like, hey, nice 4s, and then keep driving. But I didn't. The Metallic Reds? That'd be the... Yeah.
1: Like, like I don't the, know what That like, would make someone... They didn't look like the ones. That would make my ones. day. Let me find out that
2: when that happened to up. me, like someone stopped their commute and then there's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop my commute just to compliment this guy on his shoes. That would make my day. Yeah? That'd make my year. That'd be it. Damn.
0: I feel like I should have because like they, they had like really nice age to it. Like I could tell like this guy like wears his shoes and probably not the new ones. So that's why I'm like, hey, I, I thought about it. I should have done it. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, I should have done it.
2: Just go find them. Damn.
0: Yeah. If I see them again, I I will. I will. You haven't seen those, Mikey? The metallic reds. The Jordan four.
1: Oh, okay. All right. These ones. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I prefer the purple pair actually. I like the green pair. You know what? The the green pair is pretty crazy too. I. You know what? That's that's like such a. I never noticed this before, even though I'm. I definitely should have, but. Um, the Jordan four with the way that you can color the accents is one of like the most versatile shoes. I think out of the Jordan lineup in that sense. Yeah. Cause it's such a simple colorway, but it looks so different on every single one of those so on the purple yeah. ones, the green ones, the red ones, like
0: very, I very when, cool. I remember where they, when they dropped, um, I think it was like at the, <laughs> I guess height of COVID, um, but there was a time where we could still go into the malls and i went into the Eaton Center and went to Champs and they still had the purple pears
1: this was like patio season i want to say i feel like we Patio's. were doing well with covid I, we were doing well with covid at this point i feel like toronto was Maybe. getting like less than 100 cases a day or something at this time could be could be e- uh, everybody yeah. was out like covid didn't exist anymore and it was like so it was <laughs> such a nice fours, little, it was such packs. a nice little taste of life without covid again and now we're getting like 3000 cases a day so yeah. Everybody, stay inside, please. I'm begging you. I I want to do stuff this summer, please.
0: Me too. Please. For those for those listening to um, the the province or the state, if you're listening south of the border, we're in another state of emergency, and so <laughs> uh, there are so
2: many words to be said about it. Yeah, but we're so, not a political podcast,
0: correct? <laughs> so we will move on,
1: Mikey. What's political about it, Darius? No, no I'm not playing. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. Uh, sorry, what, what, what did you say, Ed?
0: Uh, let's go. First topic uh, for today. Alrighty. righty.
1: You know what? Let's, let's start off with um, the North Face. Mm. Uh, they are being sued for trademark infringement by um, Leonard McGurr, better known as Futura, who is a graffiti artist. Um he is saying that The North Face used uh his signature Adam logo for their Futurelight campaign. And I mean if that is true, uh I don't know what you guys think of it. It's a pretty bad idea to name your 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 line Futurelight um and rip off an artist whose name is Futura. So uh,
2: uh, uh. I I understand where
1: they're coming from. I understand
2: why they did it, though.
0: I I think for me, I'm going to need a little bit more context.
2: So, yeah, basically, North Face, in the past, right, they had this, um, their waterproof membrane technology. They Mm -hmm. called it high vent for the longest time. Yeah, so it's like H-Y-V-E-N-T. And they would do like high vent 3.0 when they have three layers, 2.5, when it's two and a half layers. Similar to how how like Gore-Tex operates where you have different layers for waterproofness and breathability. And then they renamed it dry vent because high vent apparently was not getting the point across that it kept you dry. Okay. Genius, right? Yes. Now, if you've ever worn a... A full-on waterproof membrane, three-layer rain jacket. They're not breathable jackets, mm-hmm. correct? Just by just by nature of how it is, because of the DWR, so, right? Exactly, because DWR and like the uh, membranes inside it, just simply not breathable, and the tape seaming that needs to happen, you just can't breathe out of them. So they ended up making um, two-layer Gore-Tex materials, which are like, way more breathable, way lighter, but also, like, permanently waterproof and re- resistant. And then, because you're North Face, you want to try to separate yourself from relying on, like, the Gore-Tex name, the Gore name to market your own products. Correct. So you start developing your own technologies, and I guess they called it Future Light. So it's from the future, it's, like, the future of waterproofness, and it's light.
0: I, I guess for me as well as, I, I'm kind of curious as to in terms of the lawsuit, it'd be how similar, and I'm trying to find it right now, is how similar are the logos and who was it that pitched it? Because, uh, you know, I I feel like uh, for the North Face, if it is something like this, the legal department should have totally stepped up. And if they're going to create a new logo and all that stuff, they should have done their due diligence, but I don't want to put the blame um, on their side yet. So that's why I'm kind of, I'm scouring and I'm looking for this Future Light. Like I saw the the Future Future Light logo. logo?
1: Yeah, but I'm trying to see Just give me one second, I'll find it for you. Because I literally saw it uh, a little earlier. Okay, so So, the Future Light logo is on this page right here. Yeah. Um, And the Futura logo, if I am not mistaken, is this one. Yeah, that's right here. Huh. Pretty similar. Pretty similar.
0: Okay. Uh, that's a pretty it's a bad strong look, right?
1: correlation. It's a bad look. Like, huh. I feel like what happened here was that Future Light had nothing to do with with the artist's name. They just. Happened to call it future light. But that this logo. Whether directly or indirectly. Ripped off by whomever at. Uh, the north face. Was. I mean you know what I mean like at the end of the day. Like it was like it's pretty blatant. <laughs> you know, like it, it definitely doesn't look good for them. Um, but I don't think that the name has any correlation. I think the name is probably a coincidence. Because you can't be that stupid.
2: Yeah. And. In, I'm just reading, like, part of the the hearings. Futura is claiming, um, and this is in quotations, in other words, the similarity of the graphic designs and the names is no coincidence. Defendants purposely invoked plaintiff in order to suggest an association with him. Uh... So Futura is claiming that North Face is purposefully doing it. I feel like North Face... The naming convention, I think they they had like they were going to do that regardless. Um, the Adam logo though, questionable.
1: Yeah, it, the it, the logo doesn't look good, and I and I just don't think that like is anybody really going? Oh, you know who we need to like fake into doing a collab with us? And they're like, who who should we do? Virgil Abloh? It's like no, Jerry Lorenzo. No, no, no. Supreme. Yeah, Supreme knows do Futura. Like, come on, man. They have a Supreme. They have Supreme collabs every <laughs> yeah. single, every single season. And you're gonna tell me that they own Supreme? Oh, they just did a Gucci Correct. collab. They literally just did a Gucci collab. And oh no, this is the association that they couldn't get. Like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Okay, <laughs> like, that I Gucci th- collab th- th- was, th- was a like stretch from him.
2: that Gucci collab. Speak speak on that. We talked about that before, and we're like, oh yeah, they could have done better. It's been popping off. People want that. Yeah, People ASAP. People really really want it. Also, if you're listening, you're trying to get that puffer jacket. Don't worry, it's restocking. Don't pay super resale for that. It's restocking.
1: Thanks, Darius. Now, what am I going to? You're do? welcome. Fifteen puffer jackets that I purchased. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know.
0: Damn. You know, just to close that, um, I think the lawsuit is a bit. I'm not going to lie. I feel like it's a bit of a stretch. I have, I have this kind of issue or or comment with music too. There, are, there are only so many notes on the keyboard in in the musical alphabet that it's hard not to rip up when it comes to logos too i feel like there's only so many shapes that you can make right and then like that adam is it's a universal logo like his is i know how he did it he did like a light painting where like he, he drew it in front of the camera and in a dark whatever and then that just looks like a more refined one i really don't think there's a correlation there i'm not gonna lie i don't think so either
1: I uh, I do agree with you on that Ed, where it's like it's very hard not to rip stuff off sometimes. Um, especially, uh, I know Virgil Abloh actually made a really good point about this when he was talking about try and create a monogram and make it not look like Louis Vuitton and tell me how it goes. Essentially, is what he said. It's like it's yeah. fucking difficult. Like that's so. Or difficult. you see the
2: Have you seen the video of Deadmau5 in a studio mm-hmm. and he just accidentally recreates Sandstorm by Dead Rude? and he just
1: laughs at it he's so like he's
2: like oh this is this is sandstorm what am i doing <laughs> it's like okay it's
1: tough yeah i feel like it, it happens yeah. in like the arts or like artistic yeah. based uh, but okay i want to stick
2: i want to stick on north face because i was just on their website last night because i was looking for snow pants and they have nixed at least in the canadian website Almost every single sleeping bag that they made. No. So now they only make one. They've nixed every single tent on their page. They only make one men's hiking bag.
1: One lady's hiking bag. North Face, come on, man. It sounds like they don't want to make outdoor gear anymore. It sounds I like know. they want to the, be a cool outdoor brand cool. that doesn't yeah. actually give you outdoor capability. Oh god. They just want to riff off
2: of their like 1954, 1994 denalis and those retro designs.
0: That's sad. That's sad. it's really sad. Sticking on North Face, um, so along with who I said in the beginning of the podcast that we had a meeting with, I was speaking to one of the designers, and I wanna bring this up because it's about sustainability and fashion. I was not aware of how much garbage is left behind from producing Gore-Tex, and how they said even on hikes and trails, like, they will find fabrics that have been treated and and certified as Gore-Tex pristine. It's not decomposing. It's not doing any of that. And, you know, the, the, the designer was saying, North Face is doing a really great job because... They're trying to make their own technology, and that—that's you know the, this this technology that we're talking about. But no one's really buying it because it is not the Gore-Tex name. But it apparently, from the production end, it's actually more sustainable than Gore-Tex. I'm go- I'm going to be honest. I never knew how much shit went went on just to make something Gore-Tex certified.
1: Like how how much waste is it? In comparison it's the chemicals
0: to, to 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 treat that fabric and to make sure you. It's up to the Gore-Tex tolerance to carry that hang tag. It's all like it's it's similar to like washing denim, right? It's like the the amount of water being used. This is like the amount of chemicals needing to be used to treat that fabric, and because it's treated so well, it's not decomposing. Oh, well, I okay. shouldn't say not decomposing, but at a very very slow rate. Yeah. And so the it's designer like, was saying, you know, it's this is not this shit is not good. We we need to find a different way to do it.
2: Wow. Montclair just did a, it's just producing a line. I don't know what it's called. I didn't look into it. Where they wanted to address that issue of having more sustainable nightlines for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The tagline, it was really good. Like, to change the environment, we must first move mountains. <laughs> Damn. Great. I like that one. I like that one because it's like they're going back to the ski heritage and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Good job, Montclair PR team. You really got me.
1: Mikey, what That's, do you, what uh, do you feel
0: about that? Because I feel like you you do have some comments about sustainable production.
1: I mean, I didn't know how bad Gore Tex. Um, just give me one second. Hold on.
0: <laughs> sure, sure, sure. No worries. But but yeah, like Darius, it was just a it was a wake up call because I only know so much, and and I guess you know, I, I'm aware of denim. I'm aware of dying fabric, but when it came to Gore Tex, I had zero. Clue.
2: It's, it's not cool. something you
0: think of, right? It's not. Gore-Tex because sounds so y- cool,
2: you know? Yeah. You just think, like, oh, yeah, Gore-Tex waterproof, cool. But then, like, you hear about it and then it clicks immediately because how do you make Gore-Tex? By layering waterproof, like, polymers on top. And it's like, clearly, those probably are not the decomposing very well
1: there. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> back to what I was saying. Uh, yeah, I never realized how bad it is um making Gore-Tex stuff and I feel very conflicted because I do love Gore-Tex outdoor gear. Um I mean like <sighs> it's tough, right? There there's a very selfish part of me as a consumer that's like, yeah, but Gore-Tex, I like it. You know? And but at the same time, like it's pretty hypocritical because, at the, like, I'm always pounding the desk, you know, pounding the <laughs> table, uh, saying that we need to be more sustainable. So I guess maybe I won't buy any more Gore- Gore-Tex stuff. But um, it just holds, like, see, the the funny part about it is that the negative of it is also the positive of it, is that it holds up so well. So... You know, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't degrade that much over time um, but like that's at the same time that's like the best part of it <laughs> so yeah
0: i'm I'm conflicted yeah. too we we, were, we like Darius and I were saying it it just that name and that hang tag holds so much value and and for someone to to address that to me directly, I was like shocked like i I didn't know what to say either. I'm just like, wow, like tell me more." 'Cause I clearly don't know enough about outerwear.
1: Wow. I feel like a big fraud now.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. No more
1: Gore-Tex for you guys.
0: But I it's so not. cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I-
1: like, you know what you know what I find really cool about Gore-Tex is they're probably the only brand that isn't like a brand. Like, you know, <laughs> that that can go and be like okay, you want to make a jacket? And you're like, yes, I want to make a jacket. And they're like, okay, but you have to put our name on the outside of it. And they're like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? And like, anyone what, will do, everyone will do that. <laughs> what, what other, you know what I mean? Like, what product. other product? They're essentially product. Like a,
0: a product. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, what other fabric, I guess? Or, you know, like, um. It's like, you would, don't, do don't you see bra like as,
2: as, like, yeah, a Exactly. Hand <laughs>
1: you don't see you rayon. Don't, you don't see, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like.
2: Oh, you know what you do see though, S- similar to Gore Tex, Primaloft, that's that true. happens. Yeah. They hang Primaloft. That's. But a does that ha-
1: does that happen on everything? Everything that they. Yeah, everything
2: that everything that uses Primaloft oh, must hard. have the Primaloft tag on. Okay, it. all right. But it's only it's usually something like this. It's very technical products.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: That's a good point. Very interesting. But um, Gore Tex is cooler. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You can have Primaloft and Gore-Tex all together. I like that. I like that.
1: You know, I I think that we should get into, uh, let's just get right into it. Virgil Abloh, the 20. Are you guys excited for this?
0: At first glance, number one, that website is awesome. If you haven't checked it out yet, publicdomain.com, is that what it is?
1: I believe or, that, or like that's, dot, that's dot, what the domain yeah. is, yeah. Or just Google, you
0: know, public domain, virtual Apple, click onto it. It's a nice interactive experience, but yet feels really quirky and kind of, you know, it's very virtual Apple. I, I really like the user experience there. Am I excited for the shoes? Hell yeah. I cannot wait to see what they come up with. Will I be copying? I don't know. Will I love all of them? Probably not. But I'm just excited for this in general
2: serious i'm excited for it because it's like new product but the amount of memes i saw about it you know why they call it the 20 why that's that because there's gonna be 20 pairs of shoes for the general public to Ooh. buy and <laughs> <laughs> you know why they call it the 20 why you're gonna need at least 20 bots to hit one pair <laughs> you know why they call it the 20 why sir <laughs> That's how many minutes it took to design the collection. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Yikes! You know why they call it the 20 It's They're just gonna re-release the ten twice.
1: <laughs> Ed, you're gonna it's you're gonna twi- have to look, man. I know, I know, you got a job and everything, but Ed, you're gonna have to edit me out of this pod or something. I can't, I, I can't be on. This <laughs>
2: It's a 20 because you get two shoes every time. If you get the whole collection, you get left foot and right foot. Yikes. <laughs> Damn. Damn. All right, all right Darius
1: is not excited. That's what I'm getting. I mean,
2: no, 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 no. no. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited for the release because it's a new Nike, like a full collection of shoes from Off-White Nike. So they have, I assume they put more time and energy into making something more exciting. Like the 10. Like that was a great collection. 3% like whatever, of time.
0: Exactly. 3% more but time.
2: <laughs> no matter what anyone says, the the 10 collection was good. Yes. Like it was a great collection. Like it spawned a whole sector of like design. for
1: <coughs> The Jordan one's overrated. Uh, ooh. ooh, strong. Strong that's, opinion.
2: That's a strong opinion.
1: Super overrated. Elaborate. Chill. Elaborate. Super overrated. Overvalued. Just is. It just is.
2: Like I just it's very I think it's overvalued right now. It's overvalued. Extremely overvalued. Yes. It's like a yeah, six thousand
1: yeah. dollar shoe now. It's just overrated. Yeah. Like I it's yeah. I don't think it was I don't think it's bad or anything, but like if you pay six thousand dollars for an off white Jordan one, you are a sucker of the highest order. And I'll stand <laughs> behind that any day of the week. Like you're a sucker if you're paying sixty three hundred dollars yeah. or whatever it is for an yeah. white Jordan one I agree. You gotta be on I agree one for that. I I think I might be off on the number. For the Chicago, I think it might be like something like that. But I know the UNC might be a little cheaper.
2: Yeah. But like price aside and value aside, the collection itself as a product, it was good. Pretty good. So I I I do think that the one is the
1: worst shoe out of all of them, in all honesty. Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: Out of the 10, out of the 10, out of the 10. Not everything that came afterward. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what's your your number one from, from the 10 collection?
2: All right, Mikey, what's number one?
1: Uh, my number one from the ten. Let me just look through them again, just because I I don't wanna I don't wanna forget exactly what was in it.
0: Uh, uh, Darius,
2: how about you? Did you Did you have a favorite from that one? Um, it was the Presto.
0: Nice, that's a very because I the Presto. I think it was a substantial cool.
2: change, like a ve- a lot. It looked totally different from a regular Presto. Huh, I like that. Okay,
1: I would no, have picked I'm talking the Blazers sh- I'm talking for shit. me. I'm talking shit. Blazers. The hyper for me, was it's the worst. Blazers. The Blazers. See Mikey,
0: no. in the in the tan color. Come, come on, right.
1: Mikey. Um, sorry the the hyper dunk was was obviously the worst shoe. My apologies. I should not say something so ridiculous. But the, the <laughs> put some the, respect the, on the, the Chicago one is name. number two. The Jordan one is number two. <laughs> put a little bit of respect on it. Exactly. Um, I would say out of the ten, probably the Air Max ninety.
3: Hmm.
1: In all honesty, I'm a I'm a pretty big. Uh, Air Max ninety head. I'm I'm a. I've always been a, a huge fan of that shoe. Um. The the shoe the shoe on the bottom left here is that's, that's the um that's the Zoom Fly SP right.
2: Zoom Fly was really good too. Yeah, the Zoom Fly like was
1: also very good. That was probably one of my yeah. favorites. I. I think that um, objectively, I think that the Vapor Max might be the best shoe out of it uh, out of all of them. Although it's not my favorite. Uh, but I just feel like I've seen the Vapor Max so many times and I'm like, I don't care about it anymore. But I, re- I remember when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, that's by far the best shoe out of like, all of these.
0: I would say objectively are the are the Prestos, in my opinion.
1: I feel like it's I've seen wearable. that more than I've seen the Vapor Max, which is why I don't hold it in such high regard. Because I'm okay. just like, okay, like huh, whatever. I've seen you guys get a million fits off with this shoe. like <laughs> just Enough. Move on, move on. Yeah. Darius, out, didn't out you of, have
0: a pair of the, uh, the Vapormaxes? You I had said a pair it, of the Vapormaxes. Yeah, in the previous You bond. had the black
1: ones or the white ones? I had the white ones. Oh, okay. Beautiful.
2: Sorry Those got sold out for $450. I yeah, know. I remember you
1: told me you sold yeah, them for Yeah, I remember cheap, too. Don't,
0: guys, I'm telling you, I dig through the catalogs. We've, we've said uh, quite, a, quite a few
1: things. Um, so sad. I guess the question I have for you guys is, what shoes do you think he hasn't done? Well, let's say if you could pick one shoe. What is the one shoe that you would pick that he hasn't done that is worth doing? Oh. I, uh, I want to see
0: him do a Pegasus Trail shoe.
1: Wow. You really... I mean, not, not the same, not the same, but I'm very close.
2: Really? Okay. Yeah. Curious. I got to think on this
1: one. I... So, Ed, very similarly, I also picked a Pegasus. Uh, it huh. was a Zoom Pegasus Turbo 2. Nice. I feel like that is the perfect off-white shoe.
0: There, it's I've, something about the silhouette. That's why, like, when I thought about it, I'm like, hey, the Pegasus makes sense. I want to see a trail just because I think he can do something really funky with the paneling or even, like, the the, the colors to make it stand out. Cortez.
1: Yeah, that would that would be very cool, too.
0: Cortez for you sir Darius cuz that's that's an
2: important shoe yes it is Dita. that's a really important shoe
1: you're you're probably right that actually probably is um out of like the important shoes that he has to do i would say that yeah you're you're probably right that is probably the most important shoe that he hasn't done is there yeah. is there another shoe that's more important than that that he hasn't done i don't think so you
0: maybe
2: not if he did an Air Rift, that'd be crazy with the split toe.
1: Try to think of another shoe. You know what? Um, it would be really cool if he did like a current Nike basketball shoe. Like if he did like a Zoom Freak or uh, yeah, don't or, do the or, Paul George, or, um, don't do a Kyrie. Do do the LeBron, like, f- do the new, do the newest LeBron, like do a, do like a free
2: run. Just like a random free run.
1: I think I saw the uh, I feel like any oh, free, run, free run would basically work. Uh I think it's the 2 that had the kind of like the loops. Uh, yeah. That would look amazing in the off white. Yeah, I think.
2: Air Rift would look cool. Free Runs would look cool. Cortez is like
1: important.
0: Was it Kendrick Lamar that had a had a Cortez?
1: He, yeah, he, he had a, a Cortez. His, his Cortez was pretty cool. I like it.
0: Yeah, I I remember that too. It was nice. I yeah, it. I mean, it's also if you mess
1: up the, uh, the Cortez Jay Cole, oh, f- J. Cole oh, boom preach.
0: Is I love Jay Cole, but preach. Yeah.
1: Oh my I god. I. You know what? And Inver- I. You know why I said that again, Ed? Is because the first time I said it on this podcast, it was cut out. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I Ooh. did not
1: hear myself get to talk about the J. Cole sneaker and my disdain for it. Um, Why was
0: it cut out? What?
1: I don't know. I, I think it was because like we were like talking over each other or something. So you are like, "Oh, yeah, whatever," I can just like cut it out. Oh. <laughs> Let's get, get rid put, of yeah. that. You know what? Shout- I do shout out Puma. I like Puma. I'm always rooting for Puma, but uh, that one does not hit the mark. I, you know what though? Puma basketball, good for you guys. You guys are getting some good players uh, in your shoes. And uh, they, got, they got big things coming, I, th- I feel. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, so, yeah, Darius said Cortez. Uh, Ed, you said the Pegasus Trail. Mm-hmm. All right. And I got the Zoom Pegasus, too. Um, one more question about this collab. Do you guys want to see another original silhouette uh, from Virgil uh, within the Nike family? uh, after the rubber dunk.
0: You can go versus Darius. No. Ooh. Um, I, I would have to agree. I think he really excels at taking something that's, that's been done and then refining or deconstructing to make it his own. Um, that, that's as nicely put as, as I can,
2: I could do it. Um, He's really good at copying your homework, but he's not good at running his own homework. Yeah. But he's like, his copied homework is like sometimes fire. <laughs> like, he's bro, if he, handed it, tonight. if he handed in your essay, he might get a better mark than you did.
1: <laughs> One of those ones. You know, you know what's really funny is I know somebody that did that in high school. Really? Was it Virgil? Yeah, essentially, um, there was this one teacher <laughs> that was, like... He was, like, a few years away from retirement. And uh, he would make us do, like, these practical essays and, like, hand them into them, like, every, like, other day or something like that. And um, <laughs> my friend wrote it out. And then, uh, <laughs> like, my other friend... Because they're like, oh, he doesn't read it anyways. Like, trust me, he doesn't read it. And he's like, okay, like, whatever. Like, let me copy it. So he, whatever. Essentially copied it. Not word for word, but very closely. And, uh, yeah, the the original friend who had who wrote it got, like, a 71. And then the other friend got, like, an 85 or something. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's Virgil right there. Yeah. Um, You know what? Personally, I would love to see it. I would love to see him do another uh, original Nike silhouette. I feel like the Rubber Dunk was a good shoe. Um I don't like the black and, and slime green <laughs> colorway of it. Slime green. yeah. But the uh the the silver, silver and like, the UNC blue a great shoe without the z- zip tie. I don't if I got a pair of off whites anything, I'm cutting the zip tie off the shoe. I love that. I'm cutting the zip tie off the shoe cuz I don't have any interest for it. Like I don't need people to be like, "Oh, those are off whites." Like I like the shoe. I like the shoe. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll cut it off. Like, I... Because I don't... I don't resell my used sneakers ever anyways. Like, whenever I wear a pair, like, you're, I'm never selling it after that. I might trade somebody. Yeah. But... I mean, like, maybe I would keep it just for, like, trade purposes. But, like, I never, like, go, oh, like, let me try and sell this used pair of shoes because it's such a pain in the ass. Um,
2: Those zip ties get caught on everything if you wear them out.
1: I never thought right. about that being an issue, but now... You're now gonna... See it. It's gonna
2: kick on something... And then, like, or you step on it and it zips in. You're like, "Bruh." Have you
0: owned anything uh, off white, Mikey?
1: Um, or a- off white Nike, belt. or even just off white so itself. The industrial belt, uh, not in like the yellow. Uh, and I would never let it. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was just just gonna, go gonna go like, like I was, I, was I always would always gonna never gonna let it like hang off my waist or anything. I would never in my life do <laughs> that. You guys know me. Like, I would never do that. Um, but like. It was a pain in the ass because I wanted to shorten it, but then, like, if you cut it at the end, it's going to get frayed. So frayed, yeah. I would just, like, wrap that shit around my waist twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> like, what, yeah, five I times? Mean, it was really annoying. Um, I, I don't wear it anymore, though. Although, I, I like the belt. I, I do like that industrial kind of look. I might, I might what actually... What color did you have? Wh- which what?
2: What color would you got? Black you on get? black.
1: Black on black. I had yeah, that yeah. one, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad belt. Like as long as like you don't like, f- it's not as long as you're not one of those like oh, let me show you my belt people. Like yeah, you're fine. Like it, I think it's a cool belt. I think it's like inherently a cool belt without being like this hype thing. where like, You can just put it around your waist and you're like oh this is like it's neat. Like it's a neat it's a neat belt.
2: Man, I hate that belt so much. What? Like functionally? No, I hate it functionally. Why is that? So I had it, and then. A few things happened to it. One time I sat down in a chair and the end of it was slipping out and then got caught between where the chair attached, like the seat of the chair attached to the armrest. I tried to get up and took the chair with me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what just happened? That's rough. That's super rough.
1: I've never had that issue. (laughs) Maybe it's because I wrapped it around my body twice.
2: I wrapped it around, too, but it was just, like, it, like, came out from, like, the side of my, um, my waist, and it just got caught. I was, like, what? And then, after that, not a week later, the, the end stopper thing, you know how it has, like, that, uh, that metal piece? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just snapped off.
0: Yikes. Oh, okay. All
2: right. That's right? Like, I just brought it back to Alpha and like, yo, this happened, and they're, like, oh, this is actually not a uncommon thing that happens. I'm, like, okay, if it's not uncommon... Then fix it. Yeah, because it ha—it looks like to have it would have screws in in place. It doesn't. It's just like clipped in.
3: Hmm.
0: Speaking of belts, what are what are what are the thoughts on the uh, what's that brand? A
1: leaks. A leaks. A leaks is it? A-Leaks? A-Leaks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the roller coaster belt. Yeah. What? Oh, Mikey's got thoughts on this. Yeah, one. Okay. I want to know. So, so here's the here's the thing about a leaks. Um, when I first saw the roller coaster belt, I was like, "Wow, this is incredible okay um, I love this this was just after I got the off white belt actually hmm. I was like, "I love this like, this is really cool um, and then the dior stuff happened um, Matthew M Williams, who is the you know uh, head of a leaks um, he went and did the buckles for all the Dior stuff. So it was like the hat, the, uh, Mm -hmm. the saddlebag, um, like any, any of the enclosures, um, it were essentially an A-Leaks enclosure, Dior branded. Um, and I don't know. I've just seen it so many times now that I'm like, I, I don't find it as cool anymore. Um, Although, like, it's it's still very cool functionally. Like, I think it's, like, pretty neat to look at. But, uh, like, I, I wouldn't want to, like, wear it. And, be, like, I wouldn't be, like, proud to be wearing, like, an A-Leaks belt. Or, like, somebody's like, oh, what's that belt? Like, I'd be like, hey, a like you know, I wouldn't be like, A-Leaks. Hey, like, uh, it's a uh, 1016-ALYX-3564. One,
2: one, <laughs> <five, six>, <laughs> yeah, that, that confused the shit out of me
0: when I first heard about the brand. It was
1: like, yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of odd, but um, yeah, I mean they 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 come up with some cool stuff, uh, like the boot, the boot. I I can't remember what the boot is called. Uh, I'll tell you right now.
2: Darius, how about you? The elite stuff, yeah, especially the the be, the um the buckle,
3: yeah.
2: So when it first came out, I thought it was like, oh yeah, this is sort of interesting. I was not interested in purchasing it for myself because I'm just, like, so sick and tired of buying stuff. Um, <laughs> but it was cool. And I thought it was cool. And Mikey thought it was cool. And then, like, 58 million other people in New York thought it was cool, and they started making their <laughs> own from ordering oh, stuff on yeah. Amazon. I saw, like, the Amazon ones, too. Yeah. And then they looked functionally the same, like, aesthetically the same on person. Like, it looked the same. Um, so I was like, okay, whatever. You get the look. You're a bit ripping off, and it's sort of uh, like um like a knockoff, but whatever, man. And then he did a Dior stuff, and I was like, oh my god, here we go. And they put on everything Dior. So and then if you if you handle like what the Dior buckle, the Alix Dior stuff, the difference between the buckle of the Alix and Dior in hand is nothing; they're exactly the same. Um, but the Dior one has a CD in the middle. And then he, now he's doing it with Montclair
1: Dang.
2: as well. It's wow. yeah, oversaturated.
1: Yeah, every, everybody really wants
2: it. Yeah, it's everyone. Yeah. yeah. But I did cape and I bought um, Alix's bag as a gift cool. for someone. Cool. It was really, it was really cool. It's like a lunchbox, super structured. Um, so it's very off the wall for Alix. It's not something that you think of Alix. And it, was it, was it a has lunchbox? the buckle closure. Yeah, it's a lunchbox handbag. It's pretty That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's super structured. Love it all black leather. the
1: only thing that's branded is like the buckle um the boot I was thinking of is mm-hmm. it, this is at least the women's one is the black uh fiori pista lace up boot, and th- it's not even so much the boot that I care about. it's the sole. It's like this okay. really chunky vibram sole um mm-hmm. uh, and They did it, they do it on like a lot of their footwear. Um, like they actually have like a pair of like speed trainer esque shoes that they put that sole on. Um, it's like a very cool looking sole, and I think that's the reason why I like it so much. There was actually, um, this, uh, like they were selling like just the sole, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, you could (laughs) essentially put any shoe inside of it, like a cover. Um, Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It it was pretty dope, and and uh. I know that when Matthew M. Williams did his Nike collection, uh, they also did like a more too. like sport-inspired one, which was like fantastic. So, leaks yeah. um, it, it really seems it's like their strong suit is like this utility um, sort of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I might not like the buckle anymore, but damn, those soles are so cool. I don't know if it's like a custom Vibram sole. I'm assuming it is. It's like a sole that they custom made with Vibram, but uh Shadow Vibram. I Vibram always does that sneak oh Vibram's a Vibram's a uh they're a brand where it's like, the, like a product that's, where it's like yeah. the Gore Tex yeah. thing. I almost Damn. forgot.
0: We're connecting all the dots tonight. Oh yeah. It's that's, like that's memento. Amazing. Would you get the uh the, the, the toe shoes?
1: Like like tabbies or like yeah. the vibram uh like bare?
0: The barefoot ones.
1: I rock those all the time with my issy pleats. What are you talking oh. about? <laughs> That's what happened, bro. I want a pair. It's
0: I want to see how they
2: are. I have oh. a pair. Oh, nice.
1: Apparently, they're nice to run in, I've heard.
2: They're good to run in. Hmm. Not I that know. I run anymore, <laughs> but... You're going to have to run
0: for the police.
3: Yeah, a past yeah. me had, A past Don't me go me running after running. 8 o'clock, Darius. Like, <laughs>
2: I was a madman with those because I took those on a two-day hike as well as a three-day portaging trip. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. (sighs) Alrighty,
1: Alrighty. so basically you guys don't like Virgil Abloh. That's the gist of it. Okay, uh, next thing. (laughs) uh, The Notre Dunk High. The Nike Notre Dunk High. There are two colorways coming out. Um, they have a cream suede-ish pair, uh, with the white. Um, it's kind of got like a, a thick sort of, oh, a f- uh, uh, of, uh, hairy suede.
0: <laughs> hairy suede, making it <laughs> come hairy, hairy
1: suede. Um, and there's also a blue pair, uh, but the cream pair, the cream pair, I would have to say is the better out of the two. It's like, uh, it's like looking at Bailey's almost.
0: Yeah. I I like... uh, Is that an embroidery patch by the tongue? Uh,
1: I believe so. I'm not looking at the shoe right now. I looked at it uh, a little bit earlier today. Um, Great fabrics. Um,
0: I like the blue Really,
1: Really nice, right?
0: Yeah. It it gives me... um, What what, what was that one shoe that I I had a similar thing with? But it kind of gives me some... um, like an elevated vibe to it, an elevated vibe to the to the dunk high. Like I could see people, you know, like wearing your zigzag uh, p- uh, plates like with that. It like super fresh wearing
1: that dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a dunk deluxe or something. <laughs> Well, you know what they they did try and do that with the Jordans for a little bit. Remember that when they did the uh, I don't know if they still do it, but it was the Jordan like premium line. I remember yeah. they dropped like the pinoc- I think I think they dropped like the Columbia fours or something like that, and like a pair of the Oreos or something.
0: Yeah, Not-
1: uh, Jordan right. does this
2: like every, like it's like a cycle. It comes back all the time.
1: They try it every once in a while. They try it, like every like. Like seven or eight years, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, and, th- and then it they flops, did the, and then they just bring it back seven years yeah, later. Yeah, like, they did oh, the uh, they deluxe. did they did the deluxe,
2: they did um the fours, and then they did before that the pinnacle ones, <laughs> and then before that they did the bin collection. <laughs>
1: oh, I totally forgot about the bins. Oh my I forgot god! Oh You know what? I I want to do like a a survey of just like my cook group. Because we have like a lot of like younger people in it, like a lot of kids mm-hmm. in like high school and stuff. I just want to like, uh, because sometimes we'll go like in voice chat during, um, during like a releases cough. and stuff. Yeah. And I just want to like ask some of them, like, hey, you know the bin fours <laughs> or whatever? Like, they're I just like, want to see that? if they even <laughs> know what I'm talking about. So they're like, what?
2: What? <laughs>
0: Is that as high as like, the... what?
1: What are they? There's, what, Mikey? There's one, there's one kid that, uh, in his live cop video, I mean, I I have full respect for the kid because he cooks, but um, <laughs> in in his live cop video, he's like, "Hey guys, like today we're getting into a bunch of different releases the black in, the blackened metallic gold Jordan one, this shoe, that shoe, the Stussy Air Force ones." I was like, "Oh God,
2: <laughs> oh no,
1: <laughs>
2: yikes!" Oh. Uh. <laughs>
1: Close. <laughs> back back
0: back to this shoe I, I'm looking at it more in depth Number one, that suede is nice Number two, I like the blue. it looks like the an blue. embroidered swoosh Yeah That part, I really dig
1: I didn't even realize That it was an embroidered swoosh That's actually e- pretty nuts
0: Yeah, it, it looks It's either an embroidery patch And then just single stitch app- applied on If it was direct, direct Onto the leather
1: That's pretty cool it's pretty dope. Huge fan. Ten out of it ten. Looks, 10. That's, yeah. This this colorway. Look, it looks like the interior oh is a. Uh... A lot of people are saying it's it's an early contender for like dunk of the year. Dang. And i i think I think that that might hold up, if. I think so too. If this year, if this year is more minimal than last year, I think that that'll hold up as long as we don't get some stupid ass like Ben and Jerry's collab part two or something again. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Or like that. you know. Like just like something ridiculous like that, um, not that anybody I think really thinks that that was like sneaker of the year last year or anything. But just as long as like we have like a low key year in terms of releases, where like the best colorways are just like simple, basic colorways with nice materials, um, I think I think that that might not be that bad of a take. Like that's it's a nice shoe.
0: Is there an official release date for this yet, Mikey? Do you know? I can't find.
1: Anything. Um, I. Think there might be. Are you gonna try for them, Ed?
0: Yeah, I actually want to try for them. <laughs> God damn it, Mikey! I, I, I'm I'm closing on a new place.
2: You're killing it's, me. It's uh, it's not. It's not. No official release date.
1: No official release date. Yeah, nothing yet. Just, just saying, early 2021. Do you like the blue pair? No. The I or love wood. the blue pair. The or- I like the blue uh, pair
2: more than the cream one. Oh, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Or no, I like no. the green one. That's blue pear is nice. Don't me The cream no, pear blue. is chef's kiss. It's beautiful. No, <laughs> like it's but
0: I think blue pear would look really great with uh, like a visvum vibe or yeah. like, or like yeah. Double Taps. W-Taps? Uh,
1: double, yes. Double taps www.doubletaps.com. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, bl- blue is nice, but I would personally for the uh, the
1: cream one the lace options are pretty nice too i can't even lie
0: yeah the the contrast of the red i was like huh that's why like when i saw the the tongue too with the embroidery patch i'm like damn
1: they come with a few pairs though like they're they're gonna come with those ones um and then there's like a almost like a flax or like a wheat pair that's coming with them Mm. and then just like a regular white yeah, the, uh, the flax, the wheat, the yeah, wheat like that wheat's that flaxish looking pair. I f- I feel like I'm using the wrong color, but it's like in that sort of you know what I mean Tope. area of yeah. of coloring. Yeah, it's it, nice. it might be closer I'm, to like a taupe, yeah. But I'm very gonna cool. I'm
0: gonna try for them. I'm gonna try for them. Damn. Ed,
1: we're gonna hit, crossed. man. Shit. We're gonna hit. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm fingers gonna. Crossed. I'm I'm going manual.
1: <laughs> You're going manual. Well, you know what? Or you could sign up for a Soul Savvy membership. Soul Savvy actually just raised $2 million. Who is Two Soul million? Savvy,
0: Mikey? For those that are listening and they're not too, too deep into this or they know nothing about sneakers and only likes us for the limited watch content.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's because watch season is slow. <laughs> Who is Soul Savvy? Uh, Soul Savvy is essentially this service that is like a cook group minus people cooking, (laughs) if that makes sense. (laughs) Essentially, what happens is instead of people being in this group and then using their bots to make money and then, I guess, buy whatever sneakers they want, instead, Soul Savvy is focused on the consumer that is not able to get their hands on a pair of sneakers because of the bots. And, uh, they just provide services such as monitors and, uh, stuff like that. And from what I understand, I, I don't know if this is true or not. Um, do not take my word for this. I have heard that they might have some inns with some boutiques or something, um, that would prefer to offload shoes to them instead of, um, allow those sneakers to get into the hands of people that don't actually want the shoes. But, Um, I believe that that may be after the fact and not like on release day or anything. So they're not like, they're not getting like backdoor pairs or anything. Um, but they apparently have some good connections to get you some limited sneakers. Um, I think the membership is around $40 a month. And I got to say from an investment perspective, like, look, for one soul savvy, it's like bots are still going to eat. Mm-hmm. Bots are still gonna eat. Bots are always gonna eat till the end of time. But, it doesn't matter. Well, what they you throw are using bots to eat. What was that? They are using
2: bots to get the shoes to their members. That's what it is. No, right?
1: apparently they don't. Really? What? Yeah, from what I understand, they don't. Essentially, how they get pairs is like they have monitors, which like every other cook group does too. But they have monitors so people can like try and manual. But I would assume that the success rate isn't that high. Um, but they do apparently. How they get other shoes is that they may or may not have some sort of hookup or deal with um, some stores. Um, I don't don't know this for a fact, but this is what some people have speculated at the very minimum. um, Is that they have like some sort of in uh, with sneaker boutiques or stores uh, that would prefer for them to give sneakers to uh, the people that are in their group as opposed to letting bots get their hands on those Beat it up. Wow. That um sounds like <laughs> I don't think that. I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> I don't know. And like look, I but here here's what I have heard about that is that the people that speculate that um they have been telling me that it'll kind of happen in like a different way. Like it'll be like maybe shoes that have been sitting for a little while or something. So instead of like letting somebody come scoop up, I don't know, like a pair of shoes. Like, they'll, like, it's not, I, from what I understand, it's not, like, full backdooring. Okay. In, in the event that this is true, again, please do not take my word for this. I don't know what Soul Savvy is actually doing. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know their inner workings, but this is just what I have heard.
0: Got it. Through the grapevine.
1: Um, but I do have to say, from an investment perspective, this is so stupid. Like this is so incredibly stupid. Like I literally, you and they could have invested. Why did? Why wouldn't they just invest in like a cook group that actually like makes its members money?
0: Oh, I was just gonna say, if you did have forty dollars for the person listening, where should they invest that money? What should what what should they get instead of Soul Savvy? I if think that's where get you can, their hands on sneakers. I think that's where you can really come in and provide them with value. Provide the listeners if with value.
1: If they're trying to get their hands on sneakers? Correct. Well, I mean, I don't want to clip the loop or anything. <laughs> uh, I am a part of, um, personally, I'm part of AM Notify Canada, uh, AMCA for short. Um, I'm not really out here, like, making millions of dollars <laughs> reselling or anything like that. I want, I want to be totally clear about that. Um, there are definitely people that, you know, do this, like, a lot more than I ever would. Um, I mostly just use it to get, you know, my hands on pairs of sneakers uh, that I covet and want. Um, And, you know, sometimes I might pick up a release or two and and, uh, get it for a client. Um, But I'm never, you know, going overboard um, on what I'm charging people or anything like that. I mean, having been somebody that is in, that has been in that situation where I'm not able to get my hands on the shoe, uh, I definitely... You know, I might not want to go the soul-savvy route with it, but I still want to give people sneakers at, like, somewhat of a reasonable price, unless it's something insanely limited, in which case, like, sorry. Yeah, like, market you mean, value. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sell you an Off-White Jordan 1 for $500. Like, it, it just is what it is. Um, but, you know, on, on the other on the vast majority of other sneakers, I don't mind, you know, uh, giving people a little bit of a break, especially if they do business with me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, I would say that if if you were a viewer, definitely try and join a cook group. AMCA is a good one. Uh, however, always sold out of membership, so it's a little tough to get in. But, uh, you know, I might be able to hook you up with a little springs and thread uh, <laughs> <Discount>. <laughs> listener, listener uh, hookup and get you in. Um, is the price will be a little bit more code? than Soul Savvy, but you'll also probably cook or have a much better chance of cooking than you would on Soul Savvy.
2: Mm, this sounds like it's the Springs and Thread first sponsored ad. First pon-
1: yeah. You know what? I I think I think it might be. I've actually uh had one of the guys reach out to me about coming on the pod. Amazing. Uh, Let's do it. So yeah, I th- I feel like we could definitely have a cool conversation with him. Um he's one of the he's one of the top guys. Uh and yeah, no no no, I we'll definitely have him on one week for sure. Amazing. I feel like he'll have some good takes. Yeah, um, I've got
0: I've got someone in mind for you too. I think he'd be a really great guest to match your energy, uh, Mikey. Yeah. Who? Uh Ketrick Lewis, he runs uh a brand out of Toronto by the name of Birthday without the eye. Really cool okay. guy. Um and yeah, he wealth of knowledge and he just wants to kind of join in this chaos and shoot the shits.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, that sounds uh, like a lot of fun. We should totally do that.
0: For sure. We, you know, we we, we definitely
1: need to have, we need to have this. some guests on. We haven't had a guest on uh, with yeah. the trio. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, you were you became yeah. the permanent guest. <laughs> you became, I became a permanent the permanent guest.
2: guest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they, I, okay, we $2 got a, million dollars few... for Soul Savvy. What are they gonna use the money for?
1: I don't know. I I apparently it's going to be put forth to give their. Uh, users a better shot at sneakers, which to me translates a lot like a into what piece. I was just saying. Dang. What was that?
0: No, I'm just think that that doesn't sound like it was crafted very eloquently by their PR.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I don't know if it was in those words exactly, uh, but from what I like read in subtext, like that is essentially what they said. Is like, oh, we're gonna put the money forth to getting people more sneakers, and then it's like. Kind of sounds like you're going to be bribing some footlocker managers, but I don't know. That's none of my business. <laughs>
0: Neither here or there.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, respect to Soul Savvy for whether this is this is a finesse or not, I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know what their financials are like. I don't know anything like that. But um, whether it is or not, good for them. They're really, uh, that's a huge look. That's a very big look, being able to raise $2 million for... Oh, for sure. For sure. For a, a service like that. Um, anybody else's thoughts I on... Some, I, I, I just did some napkin
2: math on that. $2 million, and this uh, article says they have 4,000 users at $40 per month. Yep. They make $2 million with that number, 4000 at $40, in 12 and a half months.
1: So I guess it's not that much money. No.
2: But okay. If you're an investor, you put in two million dollars and you take fifty percent stake, it's gonna take you two years to get your money back.
1: Oh if no, it was it was st- like it was like a group of investors though. It was like uh it was like at least six people when I read it. Yeah. But, like, functionally,
2: like, all the investors work together as, like, yeah. one unit. Um, they'll the they'll end up making their money back.
1: That's Yeah, they'll end up making their
2: money back. I don't know. I don't know if I would do that if I were them. Because it's, like, all you can do, right, is grow your user base to make money, as far as I can tell.
0: Yeah, like, you're, you're trying to figure out the revenue
2: stream. Yeah. Right now. Like, if I was an investor, I want to know how you're going to grow this m- business or community using my money
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it doesn't look like it's super scalable besides just adding more members and the more members you get delete the, the less likely it is for each individual member for to, people get. to sure. get sure.
1: yeah
2: right so by growing it it becomes worse of a
1: platform hmm. you know it maybe it would be a cool guest to have uh some of the soul savvy people on
0: Shout outs to Soul Savvy people. Let's get you on. Let, let's talk about this. I'd be, so, I I'd like be so a would be so interested. Let's email though. Be like a really Help.
1: good one. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Actually, like legitimately, I think that I think that it'd be probably the best podcast we've ever had.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd be so interested because it's like, what are you? How are you going to grow? Like, I don't get it.
1: Yeah. Like, there, like there, was as
2: like as a, if I were investing, I don't get it.
1: There was this one episode of Full Size Run. Uh, shout out Full Size Run. Shout out Brandon Dunn. Brendan Dunn. Shout out Matt Welty. Shout out Trinidad James. Legitimately, like, my sneaker idols. I love those guys. <laughs> um, but uh, there was an episode of Full Size Run very early on, um, and they had Yeezy Buster on the oh, show. Oh, I saw that. And they uh, asked him that. to... to the legit check Yeezys, and he got the first two right, and he got the last one wrong, and this kid, I've never, like, first off, the funniest part is they made they made him pay for his own flight out, and his own hotel, <laughs> because they didn't have a budget for the show at the time, and it was just chaos, like, the rest of the episode was, like, him, like, clearly so embarrassed, he, like, tried to, like, drink coffee through his mask, because he was, like, <laughs> he, was, like so, he was wearing oh, a mask yikes. before, it was mandatory, by the way. Um, <laughs> And uh it was just chaotic. And I just feel like that's what the Soul Savvy episode would
2: <laughs> be. Right. Yeah. Just under chaos.
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't think it'd be that bad or anything, but I do think that uh it might get a little tense in here. Yeah. But let's let's reach bit. out.
0: Hey, we just want a discussion. We just want to talk. That's it. I just want oh,
1: shoes, man. For sure. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know what? If they if they wanna if they wanna, you know, uh, Sponsor the pod, I promise. I, I'll i be a soul savvy. I will literally become a soul savvy member.
0: For, for if a they discounted, the pod, I'll be a soul savvy member. Discounted rate of 10% off the $40.
2: <laughs> soul savvy, you, you've heard me tell you, and I'll send you videos of me wearing my Chicago's just like shoveling Chicago's. snow. Chicago's. Chicago's. <laughs> my Chicago's like shoveling snow. Wearing it in the mud. I'll do it. Get me another pair.
1: Dude, where did that <laughs> did come you? from, man? Chicago. I was just
2: reading something. Chicago's. My Chicago. Chicago um, ones? My Chicago's. off. The Bears.
3: Um... <laughs> Oh, jeez.
2: Oh, we're a mess. I know. No, that was good. Just, Yo, that was hilarious.
0: I, just I get was, me another pair. I was curious where that accent came from, too.
1: Um Oh jeez! <laughs> that Chicago. was good highlight
0: highlight of the pod highlight of the
1: pod. yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's as good as swooshy pants, but that is fucking up. Yo, there. those that swooshy pants. That was good. It's, yeah, swooshy was, um, was awesome. <laughs> moving it, moving on. Yeah. Um, just a cool little Toronto thing that uh has sprung up. Uh, Stussy Toronto did a collaboration with Lloyd's Barbershop. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Lloyd's Barbershop uh, is a black-owned barbershop. It's been around since 1979, uh, right beside Bathurst Station, basically, at Bathurst and Bloor. Um, Because of COVID, they've obviously been closed. Uh, So Stussy made, like, a uh, commemorative—not commemorative, uh, but, you know, like a fundraising effort T-shirt for them, uh, which— Essentially, was was brandished with the uh, Stussy logo, I believe, and they also did like the Lloyd's Barbershop logo, like a pair of scissors, stuff like that. Their phone number, Uh, very cool stuff, and uh, just really nice to see uh, the Toronto streetwear community trying to help out. uh, You know, some businesses businesses. that aren't so fortunate in this time.
0: Yeah, Um, I like the initiative. When it comes to, I feel like Canadian branding and to build the following. The, the key thing I always see is community engagement, is the the feeling of local. And I think when when you have a brand like that, like Stussy, t- to me, is, is a renowned brand. It's a global brand. And see their Toronto division step up and, you know, help a small business out like this is amazing. I do want to also shout out, not like I know them, Nappies. It's also another legacy uh, barbershop here in the greater Toronto area, um, also minority owned. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. A lot of my friends used to get their haircuts there. Um, you know, it's so shout out to them. I don't know how well they're doing. I don't know if they're in any troubles, but I want to see more of this kind of collaboration in the community, for sure.
1: For sure. It feels very natural. And, um, you know, especially it's just more in Toronto, uh, because we have, you know, historically, and I know we touched on this, the first pod I ever did uh, with you guys, uh, is because... You know, we don't really have like a feel as a city as much as, you know, like a New York um, or in L.A. Uh, or something like that. Um, it's, it's just nice to see like a collaboration that not only makes sense financially, but in terms of, you know, the community at large, just from like an aesthetic standpoint um, is just like so, you know, it really feels like it's just pieces coming together. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so Shows show up to Susie Toronto for that
3: Yeah
0: And great, uh, great coffee bar in there too Was it, was it, was it dumb with Sam James? Anyway, sorry, I'm Dave. Yeah, Brady. it
2: is Stussy, it is Stussy Yeah Always whenever I walk into that Stussy store I'm like, man, I'm not cool enough to be here
0: I still <laughs> get that feeling I still get that feeling You know what I'm saying? Yeah <laughs> you just gonna be like, I'm not cool enough for this What?
1: Yeah like, why am I
0: here? 100% I still feel like that
1: you know what? I don't think I've ever been to the Stussy Toronto store. Really? The new one? Yeah. Quote, unquote, new. It's not very yeah. new. It's yeah, old. Yeah, but now. like the, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been there. I uh, like the older one better. more.
2: Yeah. The, I like the Ossington
1: one more.
0: Yes. I, I went to that one when, uh, when I was in high school. Just one of my friends, like, they were into the brand, and I pronounced it, of course, incorrectly. Stussy? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. And then from there, I went to, the, like, the newer ones later on. And that's why I said, Darius, I still have that feeling because as, as a kid, you know, going there to the, to the original location and now the one on Spadina, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Got
2: to psych yourself up to open those doors. Yeah,
0: correct. Yeah. Hopefully when, when the whole pandemic situation is more calm, we can go over Mikey and, like, and, and you can go yeah. touch and feel, maybe buy something.
1: Oh, I lo- I've, I've loved Stussy, like, my whole life. Like, I'm a I'm definitely a very big Stussy fan. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, it's very weird because I always see Stussy stuff. I always pay attention to it. Um, but I, I've never been to that store, which is so weird. I was actually going to go um, to line up for the Fossils mm-hmm.
3: uh,
1: because I know that people are lining up for the Air Force One. Um, but by the time that I was going to go, it was too late. I was like, oh, I'm not going to end up getting my pair. And I wish I did go because I probably actually would have gotten them. Damn. Um, I, that being said, I might buy a pair of the black ones and, uh, and lighten them. I saw somebody do that on Instagram where they had like a pair of the black ones and they kind of turned it into like a chocolate. Oh, crazy. A a chocolate, a chocolate, (laughs) a chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, but I do, I do that though. I do um, that a lot, yeah. Even even like the way where I, I say a lot, you know what I mean? Like lo- like I'm not a lot, like it's like a lot. Like I say so like I say like a h instead ah. of All right. a lot.
0: All right, okay. Ah. I'm, it's just more pronounced now after I got a,
1: you know, Darius it's stuck thing. in your brain now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the Adidas. You know what? We don't we don't talk about Adidas. I don't think you know nearly enough on here. I feel like when we do talk about Adidas, it's always Something just slanderous, to Mr. Slander. West himself. Or, slander, <laughs> or just slanderous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's always uh, Yeezy's all in the stock room. That's the name that make the stock boom. Ooh, um, shout out true. Kanye West. Bars. Yes, bars from the Playboy Cardi album. Not bars. a good track, but that one bar? Pff, crazy. Um, but the Adidas football, and not American football. I am talking soccer as some people may call it, uh, the 1998 Predator boot, uh, which was a uh, boot that was originally worn by a young David Beckham on the pitch. And um, I don't really care for the cleated version so much, but the indoor version, fantastic.
0: So before we dive into it, I want to address that first thing. What is everyone's stance on Adidas. <laughs>
1: Mikey? I mean, Wex left for a reason, didn't he? Ooh, to Shopify. Ooh. All right, guys, you can finish the pod. I'll see you later. Boom. I don't think I have anything else constructive to say after that. That is literally...
0: <laughs> uh, I, I seriously, like Wex left Adidas. for a reason. I, I like Adidas as a brand. Uh, I might not purchase their their things, but I think they hold a very important part in more European culture and lifestyle rather than North American. And so for that and all the speciales, like, I respect it. Would I buy it? No. Even the whole human-made stuff, would I buy it? No. But I appreciate the efforts.
2: And maybe I just don't do
0: it. It's always checks over uh, stripes for
2: me. I agree. But the Predator is, uh, that's an important soccer boot, Like, super important. Like... If you had a Predator boot, you were, you were, you were super baller on the on the turf. Back then, and like, football's the most popular sport in the world. Yeah, like it just it just is, you know. So yeah. when Adidas is essentially reissuing a an iconic boot of theirs. Someone's going to take notice. Maybe not us, because we're not really athletic people, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for and, yourself. <laughs> Damn. Um, But I think it's cool. Like, they they know where a lot of their loyalties lay. Like, people grow up wearing these shoes. Like, they form great memories wearing these shoes and just kicking balls around. Like, kicking their footballs in, like, alleyways like, Neymar or wherever, you know. I think it's really good that they're paying homage to that because it's such a huge part of their brand.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, whether or not we might purchase it is not... Is not why they're doing it. They're it's not, not why not, not, You guys take a look at the indoor boot? It. I'm going to try to look for it right now, yeah. actually. I, was <laughs> I might to be do to do that it for you. Hold sure. on. Because I was on their website, and um, they're still making the Copas, and very, very... Original
1: soccer shoe, soccer boot. Uh, just give me one second. It was on hypebeast. Shout out to the good people at hype beast Just somebody sponsor Thank you, us, hypebeast. please, please. Like let let hype. one of these shoutouts put Kevin. money in, in our pockets, please. Just one time. <laughs> Anybody? Yeah, trying to find Daniel it. Wellington. Offer still on the table. Ooh. Offer still on the table. Daniel Wellington. Please. I know Darius would love to wear one of your watches. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> one million percent. Darius, how how much how much money would Daniel Wellington have to pay you for you to wear a, a Daniel Wellington for like a month straight? No AP, no no sub, nothing. And you you have to. By the way, you have to go to work wearing a Daniel Wellington, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I'll take I'll take enough money to buy myself a Richard Mill. Hmm?
1: Damn, bro. That's like I think that's a little bit overkill for you to wear Daniel That's like dude, that's like the equivalent of like if you were to ask me how much would Fila have to pay you to wear a Fila disruptor too for a month? Like, realistically enough speaking. For- it wouldn't enough have to be pair, enough but... for me to buy a pair of fucking air mags or something. <laughs> I was about to say mags too.
2: <laughs> Yo, mags right there. The original pair too. Not the yeah, new I mean, ones. Like
1: I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be like, yeah, enough for me to buy a pair of Paris dunks. Like, I, <laughs> yeah.
2: I want some Freddy Krueger's on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you guys, did all you guys take a look at that boost, by the way?
3: Yeah,
0: I'm looking at it right now. Let's see. Let's see. Is that a boost?
1: Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the boost version is pretty dope, in my opinion. I love it.
0: Look, great story. I think it's cool. Yeah, but it's not for me. Ed fucking hates it. <laughs> it's just not for me.
1: Ed hates it.
2: Ed doesn't like it at all. <laughs>
1: We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut the pot off. He's gonna be like, "That's the shittiest shoe I've seen all year."
0: <laughs> look, the 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 one Adidas silo that I could really stand behind is the Continental Eighties.
1: Yeah, the that, Continental, the Continental Eighties a very very big banger of a classic.
0: Yes, that, that's it.
1: I used to have,
0: I I used to own a pair of Superstars too, but Continentals for me. It's look like I said, great story, great legacy. I'm just not the target.
1: I, you know what? I, uh, I hate the superstar a lot. I hate the shell toes. Uh, I feel like everybody who wears superstars in 2021, it's like those people that like, they wear crooks and castles still. And Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, look at how, look at how cool I look with my superstars and my fucking crooks and castles shirt. You, you You know what we used to do when we were younger? Because we, we we like I never like Crooks and Castles and me and my friends would make fun of it. So like, you know how they have like the hands, like the fingers and stuff. Yeah. It's like who's the biggest loser in the room? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh,
1: for the record, the last Superstar I owned was probably in my like, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Crooks and Castles. Was it yeah. was Echoes un- un- was Echo, was sorry, hot Echo yeah.
0: Unlimited. That's what I was
1: for. That right? was an Echo Unlimited Flex for sure. Yeah, LRG, yeah. uh, Echo Unlimited. Uh I'm trying to think of what else is like really hot at the time. Orisu. Orisoo, yeah. Uh Rock Aware. Rock Aware, yes. Oh
0: dang, Rock Aware. Yeah.
1: Oof. Damn. You know what? Rock Aware has to do a, a collab with <laughs> with Nike. Let me see like a Rock Aware. Dunk highs. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs>
3: um.
1: Yeah. So so, Ed, you hate it. That's that's the gist. <laughs> you hate it. All right. Ed, Ed does not like it. Darius, how do you, how do you feel about it? You like it? Would you buy it? I wouldn't buy it. But do you like it?
2: I like it. I like that they're doing it.
1: Hmm. Just I would not buy for me. it. I feel like I buy it. Um
2: I think I think a parallel I'm gonna draw is if like they draw if uh what's a good parallel? If Nike re-released like LeBron one and after LeBron retires.
0: Hmm. And then would I would it Nike be excited the for LeBron, that?
1: The LeBron one after LeBron retires? Yeah. Um Sorry, I had to walk away from the mic. <laughs> my
0: I don't know man. My my bias I is too I...
1: it's too strong here for me to comment. They've already done it though. Haven't they? Uh they they dropped the uh the zoom generation one, right? Which was like the first LeBron shoe. I like think they did it like a few years ago, maybe two years ago. They they dropped the first game. I still want that sneaker. Um, but sorry, whoa, I, I was distracted because my dog was being a nuisance. No, I think the, the I parallel is, that. like, this is a
2: shoe that people grow up wearing, and they watch, like, their favorite athletes wear. Yes. David Beckham wore it, and, like, did very well with it, and that's why it would connect with that, like, those people. Okay.
1: Yeah. With that being said, maybe, uh, someday... What we'll see is uh, some, some young football players wearing uh, some Jordan brand sneakers because uh, Chase Claypool, a wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, just signed a Jordan brand endorsement deal. Um, this is really funny because I don't know if you guys are football fans or not, but the Browns kicked the shit out of the Steelers this weekend. Um, it was not good. Uh, essentially, what ended up happening was the Browns went up on the Steelers, twenty-eight to nothing in the first quarter. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the first in quarter? The, in the first quarter, yeah. Oh uh, the fir- my god. The first play of the game was a um, was a high snap that went over Ben Roethlisberger's head, and the Browns recovered it and ran it back for a touchdown. <laughs> oh my god! The first play? <laughs> that was the first play of the game. It was like oh they scored. God. They scored. I think fourteen seconds into the game. And then uh, I believe the next drive, Big Ben threw a pick, and then they scored on that. (laughs) I I don't think it was a pick six. I think they had to run like two plays. I think Nick Chubb uh, ran it in for a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah, they they got murdered. They almost came back. Um, They gave people a little bit of hope, but they uh, ultimately lost. I just think it's really funny that Michael Jordan awarded this guy with a sneaker deal. After he just got absolutely rinsed. Smash. I mean, it's not his fault, but very funny.
3: Hmm.
0: I don't follow football too too uh, too closely.
1: I've seen sometimes. Um, uh,
2: have you seen like some football athletes wear like they wear some crazy stuff on the pitch, like some on. crazy sneakers,
1: like like footballers or like football players, like football, like
2: <laughs> Fo- no football football players.
0: For those listening, uh, bear with us. Bear with us for this moment.
2: Mikey's got a dog problem. Yes. Lil Rascal.
1: I have a major dog problem right now.
0: (laughs) I wonder what's happening
1: essentially what happened was he kept on scraping on my door to get into my room and then I finally let him in and then somebody came home and my room is right above the garage so as soon as the garage door opens he just like loses his mind so he jumped off the bed and then I had to let him out and uh, yeah, I hope my my family member does not make noise whoever it is shout out to Mikey's uh, dog Sh- shout out my dog um, anyways <laughs> uh your dog on the podcast yeah <laughs> no, for saying. sure we were, we were talking about it actually we feel like he'd have like some crazy um great opinions he's some hot takes he'd have some crazy uh takes on on some shoes you know
2: for yeah,
1: sure man. i wonder what he thinks about the 20 we should ask him yeah. uh <laughs> does the but, fire uh, red
2: four taste better or does the uh
1: <laughs> you know what he chewed up my toros so oh,
2: there you go yeah it's
1: when he was a puppy, it was not. I was pissed. I was. Pissed. Like I beef. still haven't gotten them restored, but I should because I literally saw the price of them on StockX the other day, and they're like eight hundred dollars. Jeez, it,
2: they tasted I, like beef, man. That's what it, I got them.
1: It was. I got them off the literally like off the shelf at Footlocker, um, in Italy when I was like sixteen. Wow. Yeah, and you want to hear the worst part about that is I didn't even want, like I did want them, obviously I wanted them, but I really wanted the Olive Nines, and they didn't have them in Rome, in the Rome store, they had them in the Florence store, and the one day that we went to Florence, I brought the shoes, I didn't bring my receipt.
0: Oh. Yeah. Damn.
1: Huge L, so I still don't have a pair of Olive Nines. So if somebody wants to hook me up with a pair of Olive Nines for like a decent price, I, they don't have to be new. I'll I'll, I'll take a used pair, but ten and a half Olive Nines. It's it's probably my most elusive Jordan sneaker. It, I think it's a perfect fall shoe. Damn, perfect fall shoe. Mocha Anyhow. for me for the fall. Yeah. Um. I do like the way that Jordans uh, look on the field. Um, what do you guys think of this trend of Jordan sneakers being used for different sports? Like I know they do the golf silhouettes a lot. I was going to uh, say that. I was going to bring the, that the, up. The, the football stuff. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I think it's sick. I think it's very sick too. I, I think I think, so I think certain shoes, certain shoes look really good. Like when they do the five lows, I think it looks stupid. But like when they do like the eleven lows, uh, <laughs> when they do it, yo no the eleven lows look really 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 good on 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 the course. Like it's probably the best looking Jordan shoe on the course. Um, Would you say the, worst like that are, are the
2: ones what as a that? cleat as like a, as like a golf cleat? The worst
0: ones are the yeah. ones the one the one cleats. I've seen yeah, the fives. Are, oh, the
1: highs yeah oh those suck i would never wear a high top golf shoe i know it feels weird it feels really 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 weird like i would never ever ever wear a high top golf shoe it just feels so odd they did a pretty uh,
0: cool five um a few months back that had yeah. a really nice colorway to it i i wish i remember remembered um uh, that did, did they also do an am 97 golf edition
1: uh yeah. Check. yeah, yeah, they did. Check. Yeah, those yeah, were pretty did. nice.
0: I don't know, you know, I I think I liked that one the most.
2: Yeah, um they did a a Jordan 1 snowboard boot.
1: Jordan 1 snowboard boot.
2: and it looks so sick.
1: There was actually like a really cool like uh I think they did like a cord upper on one of them where it kind of looked like a weather spoon. Yeah, yeah that's did. the one
0: I'm looking at. The Yes, the, yes, those the, are. Energy uh,
1: yeah, those are really cool. And I, I said, love those. Yeah,
0: I actually when I saw those, I tried to go on the site to see if they were still available, even though
1: I do uh, not play. I'm probably going to I'm probably going to get a pair uh for for next golf season. Um are... I like to play in the summers, but yeah, I just like I I don't know, I've never sprung for them before. I think the last pair of Nike golf shoes that I purchased was uh the Tiger Woods ones that were built on, like, the free-run sole. Mm. Um, and I haven't bought Nike since. Um, however, they do have, like, some really cool golf tech, if you guys ever look into it. Um, they, they like, this one tour shoe that they have, it's, like, instead of spikes, it's, like, one, like, essentially strip down the middle of the shoe. And, a pair, and I've never tried them on, but everybody who has them has told me that they have the best traction out of any golf shoe that they've ever played in. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Nike actually ended up doing is, um, so they used to make equipment and balls and stuff like that. Um, and they stopped a few years ago. They stopped making clubs, um, and they stopped making uh, balls. And now they only do apparel, so essentially everything Nike Golf, they're like trying to make as technologically advanced, as advanced as possible uh, for their athletes instead of trying to focus on equipment where they really weren't winning the battle anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember almost buying a pair or buying a set of their, um, irons and like, Oh my God. I'm happy Nike, Nike golf equipment isn't a thing anymore. Anyways,
0: how, (laughs) how, hold on. Uh, I just have a quick question. As someone that, you know, plays, Nike Golf versus the Ralph Lauren, was it RLX? RLX was it, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh like in terms
1: of, like, in terms which of... Which ones?
0: Yeah, like, in your opinion, and as someone that,
1: that plays... Nike, Nike Golf. Nike, Nike Golf, every day of the week. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, Nike still has, like, that social currency. Okay. Where it's like, you know, like, everybody respects them, because it's Nike at the end of the day. Like, they could literally uh, be... They they could legitimately legitimately make apparel or equipment for essentially any sport, and they're instantly going to be respected, even if they've never done it before.
2: Yeah, Nike like re- represents sport. Okay. Yeah, Nike is sport.
1: <laughs> no, because yeah, like exactly. I,
0: I I've spoken to a few um, I guess you know avid golf enthusiasts, um, and they seem to swear by Rlx.
1: Really. Yeah. I've always been a Nike golf apparel guy. I've always bought, like, their hats, shirts, stuff like that. I've found, like, I like the dry f- I've always liked dry fit. Like, it's, it's definitely something that I've come to trust over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I've, I have to say, for transparency purposes, I've never worn any of the RLX outdoor stuff, like, like the outer shells or anything. So I don't know how that holds up in the rain.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but it would be interesting. RLX, please, feel free. Yeah. Feel free. I'll go, I'll go play. I'll go play golf and at, on any rainy day you choose.
0: Was it Purple Label? Is, is that is that theirs? Or that's or it their. Black? That's that's their top line. Yeah. yeah. Purple
2: Label, please. Love that. <laughs> we got Ralph on the pod.
1: <laughs> um, Match it. I actually have uh, a smaller sportswear brand, but still a respected sportswear brand. Uh, Asics. Mm. They're releasing a Gel Light Three. Uh, Two gel light threes. Um, There's one uh, which comes in a white and a gray and the other in a black and a white. And um, the black and white pair I wasn't too crazy about. But when I was looking at the white and the gray, uh, something dawned on me. And um, I think it's a very valid question. Would you guys say aesthetically, I'm not talking about in terms of heritage or uh, consumer hype or anything like that. Just in terms of full aesthetics, what is a better-looking shoe on the average person's foot? An all-white A6 gel light three? Or an all-white Nike Air Force One?
0: Air Force
1: One. Yeah? Darius, how do you feel?
2: A6. Cause I know Air Force doesn't look good on me. Like I don't feel comfortable. No, Air
1: I'm Force. talking about the average consumer, not just you.
2: So I'm biased. Oh. Air Force One. Yeah. I love a six. Huh. Oh, yeah. Mike, you pulled out the yeah. Eh?
1: <laughs> no, I would. Uh, I like the Air Force One a lot. Obviously, like I've it's it's been a shoe that I've grown up with, but. I honestly, I might have to go gel light three.
0: So the average consumer would look better in a gel light three versus an AF one.
1: I believe so. Cause it's a slimmer shoe and I feel like it goes with a lot more than the air force one, which is so crazy to say, I know it sounds nuts, but when you really think about it, sometimes people will wear like, look, I think that we've seen the Air Force One, like the, white, the Coke White Air Force One, we've seen it so many times that we have become conditioned to think that no matter what people are wearing, the Nike Air Force One goes with it because we've seen it paired with everything. I think that if we saw, like my theory is that if we saw the Gel Light 3 paired with as many different fits as we see the Air Force One paired with, people would come to the consensus that the gel light three looks better on foot.
0: I think it's the paneling. I think there's, there might be too much going on there. My, my thing with, with, with sneakers is it's always the pants. So salvage denim looks great on both. Okay. Um, wool trousers, I think would look better on the air force one. Uh, parachute pants. I think would look better on the air force ones. Uh, if you had, I cash-
1: I would say that that's gel light three territory, huh? Like a parachute pant for sure, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, bondage cargos,
2: gel lights. Really?
1: Depends what color, but I would probably say olive drab. I would say in gel I would lights. say in most. Oh, okay, olive. No, I'd, I'd 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 probably say jelly three gel in light. that case.
2: Uh-huh. Okay, it's more technical. If it was something like a vintage-inspired bondage cargo, like a pair of very old school two early two thousand Gabbana,
3: mm.
2: an Air Force One. If it's like a modern, like guerrilla group, jelly Three. Huh.
0: I'm trying to. I'm trying to see it. I'm trying to see. Because it's
2: it's 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 more sleek.
0: I think it's the.
3: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Khakis, slacks. <laughs> <laughs> I I think Jelly t- takes the game. Wrangler
1: jeans.
0: <laughs> Lee Lee's denim. Um. Huh. Ziggy Zaggies. Ziggy Zaggies.
1: The Ziggy Zaggies. I would probably. That's I'd probably Red say Force Air Force shoot. One Red probably Force. looks better with the Ziggy Zaggies. Because of the way they fall.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to imagine someone wearing, like, acronym P13s with gel light threes, and I can't. <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
1: I think any pair of pants that John Elliott has ever made would look better with a gel light three, essentially.
0: Damn.
1: With the exception of maybe some of the denim. But, I mean, like, any anything that is not denim. I agree. hmm really? Gel light three. For huh. sure.
0: Okay. Maybe maybe I have
1: drank their Kool-Aid a little too much. <laughs> yeah. I think the Nike marketing team got to you, Ed. Yeah. I, I mean, that goes, was yeah. never a secret. No.
0: <laughs> I'm, I, I'm also very biased because I grew up with, with Air Force ones, especially the mids. So. Damn. Damn. Okay. I'm not totally convinced. I think,
2: but I think right now... Commenting on like right now, I think ASICs because people are more accustomed to wearing soft pants and not hard pants. I think gel light three looks better with soft pants in general than um Air Force Agreed. ones. agree. You know
1: exactly what I mean when I say I hard exactly, pants and soft exactly pants. What you're talking about, yeah. Something with no structure to it. That's what I'm saying. It Jeans might mu- much better with a gel light three for sure. Yeah.
0: So soft. Softer fabrics or, you know, soft.
2: No, fabrics. no, not softer fabrics.
0: Soft yeah. pants. Soft pants. So <laughs> lack of structure. Looks better on the Jell-A3s.
2: Yeah. Yes. So, like, joggers, sweats, um, like, Cause ziggies. It, cause like, the gel like really 3,
1: tapered I think I think the thing with the Jell-A3 is because it's it's, I guess, the shape of, like, the collar does a better job of like standing those fabrics up than the Air Force 1 because it's like a wider circumference.
2: Yeah. And like the Air Force 1 becomes sort of like a platform because it comes out and it's like Yeah. um it's even all the way around. Well, the Jelly 3 like tapers to the toe. Exactly.
1: Mm. Get with the program, Ed.
2: Get with the program. See, we can't we can't explain fabrics or so we can explain design. <laughs> I like that. Huh, the structure thing. I'm trying to,
0: I'm trying to see. Okay, me. I I, I gotta say too, coming from a guy um that's that's in this, I look like trash in uh, sweatpants. I cannot wear fleece or like French Terry sweats. They look terrible on me. Joggers as well. <laughs> they look weird on me. I I do not
1: wear those. You wanna hear something that I think I don't think I don't think I've ever told you guys this. Uh I do not wear fleece outside of the house. Period. Even tops? Uh no, no, no. Uh, upper body is fine. But I will you'll never, ever, ever catch me wearing sweatpants in public. Ever. No way. Yeah.
2: I don't do Only anything. hard pants?
1: Only hard pants.
2: Not even like Damn. Wow. Nope. I don't believe in it. You don't What about like, in it? what about like training pants? Like say you buy a pair of like, Nike Pro Training.
1: Maybe, maybe if I'm going to like, the corner store or something, maybe you'll catch me doing that. But, wow. 99% of the time, no.
3: Really? That's you'll like
1: catch me doing hair. it like, if I go to the airport or something. Or like, if I go on a road trip. That's, that's probably an exception but like besides that mm-mm. i wear hard pants everywhere a hard pants huh i'm a soft
2: pa- I-, I wear soft pants i wear no, I hard pants it. i'm a hard pants like
1: I, do. I can't do soft pants in public uh-uh
2: no man I- when i go out it and it's like not doing anything Lululemon lemon sweats or like not sweats like lululemon like training pants, Nike training pants, the ABC pants, ABC joggers, right? I Actually, don't have ABCs. I had it's called like um I forgot what it's called, but it was um it was specifically running pants, but it was not ABC. You, you Here's why really I think cool. I, I think for
0: Darius because he's I don't oh wait Mikey you've never met him he's pretty tall like Darius how tall are you?
2: like six two I'm six feet oh okay. I'm six feet one eighty three centimeters.
1: Like, wow, you know it in centimeters too. It's crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: And and Darius has a more slender build, so I could actually I could see that.
2: I could see that. Because I just wear I just straight up wear training gear. Yeah. Bottoms and I wear
1: like uh fleece tops. You know what Lululemon stuff was really cool? Which uh, the it was lab the Robert stuff? Geller stuff that they did. A, yeah. Primo. Earlier yes. this year. Or was it I guess early last year? Yeah, um, it was just before COVID hit. That's when it dropped.
0: Yeah. And I went to the sales section on Lulu to check out the prices on those.
1: How, how much, remember. how much did you end up buying anything from that? I bought nothing. Cause I no. almost bought the jacket after the fact. I was looking at that too. It was like 70% off and I'm like, damn, like, am I a madman if I don't buy this? Because it was like down from like eight or 900 yeah. bucks. It was like yeah. 400, yeah. or Like three seventy. Yeah, exactly.
0: Or exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good deal. Oh, well. What can you do?
1: What are you going to do? I Lulu
0: is a great brand to kind of just mash up all these other sub-genres in, in fashion. I really like Lululemon. I
1: really like Lululemon. They're uh, they're not like directly related to Kitten Ace, right? I think it's like Same Founder or something like that. Really? I remember somebody telling me that it was something like Kitten Ace, um, Kitten Ace, I think the founder was a design team member of Lululemon. Is that design what it was? Design team member. Okay. Yeah, that's another Canadian brand that I feel like doesn't get enough credit. They actually make some like it's nothing like mind blowing. Like you're never gonna be like wow. Like I've never staples. seen this before. But it's like yeah, yeah. a lot of staples, a lot of good looking.
2: Imagine, imagine Lululemon but more urban inspired than ap- purely athletic
1: they make like fantastic work clothes yes because uh, probably I think make the l- best office attire
2: yes I
0: was just gonna say because a lot of the marketing is like the commute when you get into the office it's like mm-hmm. a seamless transition yeah Lulu stuff is good the fabric is good the The construction the stitching that's why I like it would I pay full, full price no I'd wait no. for it to go on sale and then scoop it. No, no, no. Yeah. The shorts hey, are
1: bomb. Anyways. Um, the next thing that I actually wanted to uh, bring up is the Tower Box um, sneaker stool. And so, for those of you that don't know, Tower Box is a company that essentially makes sneaker storage. Um, I'm not too sure where they're located. Or where they're originally from, um, but uh, they came out with this like bench-looking thing, um, and it's called the Tower Box Sneaker School or Sneaker Stool Sneaker Stool, <laughs> and um, it's a wood bench. It essentially has like six compartments uh, for sneakers, There's, like small doors for all of them. Um, I like where this is going. I really like where this is going. I remember uh, when I first got into sneakers, or maybe a little bit after I first got into sneakers, um, I remember the cool thing to have for sneaker storage was uh, if you could, like, commission somebody to make, like, one of those like, big, gigantic-ass sneaker boxes. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, that,
2: like, pull out? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it was, like, essentially, like, they would just, like, make it out of wood or whatever, and it would just be, like, this gigantic sneaker box, and then you could fit, like, a bunch of pairs of sneakers inside of it. Um, and, I mean, that was cool at the time, but I th- I don't think it's aged very well. I actually had a guy on Kijiji recently offer me a, uh, to make me one of those in exchange for a pair of Jubilees. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but I was kinda down if he was down to do the one that holds like fifteen or sixteen pairs, but he only wanted to give me the one that does uh I think six or something like that. So I was like, I'm good, man. But uh I'm good, yeah, just it's just I money. like I like where sneakers are going. <laughs> At least this is the part of sneakers that I like where it's going where stuff even though the it seems like the hobby has gotten a lot cornier over over, you know, recent <laughs> years
0: damn it
1: has it really has tower Fox, by the
0: way is a thai brand
1: okay but yeah like um you know i mean it's sneakers has essentially become like cornball central like people that don't actually like sneakers are like hey man like let me tell you all about uh, the it's it's a lot of kids on tiktok i've noticed it's like these like 15 year old kids on tiktok that are like B N I B means brand new in box. D S means dead stock. B N D S means very near dead stock. Passes D S means these have probably been tried on. Like what, it's like yo, like why are you trying to school people on like what the sneaker terms are? You know, like if I if if I find myself on a Facebook group and somebody puts V N D S, like you better believe I'm gonna like figure out what that means without like I just I don't know like. There's just so many corn balls, and I know, like, I'm getting on my soapbox about this, but, like, I just miss when sneakers were, like, simple. Like, I miss when it was simple. I miss when you could go to Nike Blur. I miss Twitter RSVPs. Like, I miss that stuff. I miss it because it's the stuff that made me fall in love with sneakers. Like, it's the stuff that... It was, like... It was the shit dreams were made of. Like, it was literally, like... I hate to get this romantic about it, but it's like, it truly like, like, I I can't, I can't even explain to people that are just getting into sneakers recently what that shit was like 10 years ago. Cause it was so much fun. Like it was actually so much fun being in sneakers and I don't have fun with it anymore. I still love sneakers. I still love them aesthetically, but I don't have fun with sneakers anymore. And that's so fucking sad.
0: Is that because the resources back then were just so much more limited and things were just like the the hunt and like just finding a a shoe actually on the rack and picking it up, asking for those. is, Is that like what what is it that you that you really miss? What's the essence that you miss from 10 years ago?
1: I just miss knowing that everybody that I'm talking to about a sneaker actually cares about that sneaker. Or they care about sneakers in general. It's like, it's almost like when I'm talking to people about sneakers now, it's like, I have to, like, legit check these people to see if, like, they actually care about the the sneaker. Or if they're just, like, pretending to care about the sneaker. And it's just like... I don't know. Like I don't look, I don't have a problem with people being new to the sneaker game or anything. I just hate it when you know what I mean, whether it's like a little kid or whether it's a grown ass man or woman or whatever, um just like you know, they buy a few pairs of hype sneakers and all of a sudden they're like, "Let me tell you all about it. Like I'm the OG mm. now." It's like, "No, you're not." You don't care about this. Like, like literally, like, show me one general release you have in your closet. You don't. <laughs> All general You literally releases. have no GRs in your closet. <laughs> it's like, why are you pretending to care about sneakers? You don't give a shit about sneakers. You give a shit about what people are going to say about you wearing said sneaker. I just miss the community around sneakers where people didn't care about hype. Like, hype was a, a part of sneakers. It, al- it always has been. I'm not saying this is a new thing. I'm just saying... People wore what they liked and people people like were bold enough to call hype shoes trash mm-hmm. instead of this consensus of like, oh, these hype shoes they're they're nine hundred bucks, so they have to be good. It's like it's fucking nonsense. Like <laughs> like it's just so yeah. silly. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I'm
2: gonna wrap my thoughts. Uh Darius, how about you? No, I feel that. I feel that. And you know what you know what grinds my gears when people uh people like have a few pairs of a hype shoes and like think they're essentially like sneaker gods. Right?
0: I I can attest what, to what you don't know,
2: yeah. what you know what, what grinds my gears about it's like I don't mind that you have hype shoes and only hype shoes. That's fine. It grinds my gears when it's like I am now sneaker royalty because I have Five pairs of travis ones and i am like so in ingrained in the culture it's like no man like you know it's fine that you have only hype shoes and you want to flex and you want to have like general um approval from people just accept that just tell me like i just want to flex yeah that's it that's fine that's fine
1: for sure i can i can respect that a lot more than like Somebody who's, like, buying these shoes and is like, I'm buying them because I, I just love them. It's like, uh, like, look, there's a difference between saying, oh, I'm buying them because I like them. And I like this shoe specifically. And then people saying, I'm buying them because I love sneakers. It's like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here with that. Like, if you don't remember a time where, like... Like if you don't remember a time where like you you could line up for every release when this shit wasn't online, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you talking about how you how you know sneakers. Like and uh, like you just like you just you probably don't you, like you probably just don't. Um, and like that's fine. Like that's there's no problem with that. Like I don't know everything. Like you know what I mean. I call like you know what I mean. Like I like I, f- I fuck things up all the time. But like I at least I can admit it. I just can't stand this mentality that people have where they're just like i can't admit why i'm buying this shoe i can't admit why i like this shoe it's like Mm -hmm. i need i need everybody to buy into the idea that i love this shoe because i love this shoe it's like no you don't you love it because everybody's telling you to love this yes yeah yeah it's
2: like pretending to be a connoisseur
1: exactly
0: I, i think for me um Where I kind of draw the line is you—you have so many of these young kids are getting out into all these hype sneakers, but one thing that I would always challenge them, or I would challenge them with, is what about new ones? Because for me, is I look for innovation, I look for like performance stuff, and I want to see like, like that is what's exciting about the sneaker, like I think hobby. Or, or this whole thing, because, yeah, I can look back and, you know, you have your retro Jordans, they have all these classic silhouettes. But I'm always kind of looking forward, too, to say, yo, did you see this from Nike? Like, oh, they, you know, like those um Next Percents, right? Oh, metal shank in there, you know, the, that that thick, like, sole right there. Like, that is the cool stuff. Even Boost, right? I'm going to admit, like, that is cool. Like, the innovation behind sneakers yeah. is why I'm, is, is what excites me and i would challenge these these uh newer sneaker sneakerheads to see like do you even care about that like is that even on your radar because i think if you want to be a sneakerhead you're looking at the past but then you're also looking at the future to say hey that technology could look cool with the, blah 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 right like when i like when i saw those react air force 1s did i love them no but i was like hey they they're trying it out that's, that's all i could ask for
2: <laughs> at least they're actually doing trying to advance Sneakers yeah.
0: somewhat. Yes. And uh, I think that can't be missed within our hobby. And I think there are some other people out there too that are like OG, more OG than me, more than OG than all of us, that sometimes are stuck in that, oh, when I grew up with, right? Because I think there's a lot of new shit coming up from these brands that, yeah. you know, needs that
2: notoriety. That's part of the reason why I harp on 4D so much, like 4D uh, Adidas stuff. Because no one else is doing that. There you go. That's a very good point. No one else
1: Also, is. to be totally fair with you, though, I think it's really funny that I'm having this hype conversation. Because earlier today, um, I was looking at a pair of Jordan 35s. But it was the Fragment 35s. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, I mean, like, I probably wouldn't wear very many pairs of Jordan 35s, but I, d- I did kind of like the Fragments, and I don't know if that was, like, a subconscious thing, because I was like, oh, it's Fragment, like You know oh, what I fragment mean? Thing.
0: We're all that guilty of it. We're, we're, not, we're not perfect.
1: But at least... Okay. It, it, but at the very minimum, I acknowledge it. You're self-aware about it. Yeah. I'm self-aware about it. I'm like, like, I don't know if it's, if I like it because it's Fragment, like, I might just, like, like the colors of it, but, like, I still, I probably still wouldn't wear these, but... You know what I mean? At least I I am self aware enough to go, oh, like, I'm I i do not know a hundred percent, but I might like this shoe just because it's a fragment shoe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very interesting stuff. Uh, back to the to the. Sneaker stool thing. <laughs> <laughs> see, that was a odd banter
0: we got into. Uh it's it's cool. Um I, I, I love to see these new ways of organizing and and it might it might be corny in a sense, but it it's kind of cementing the, the sneaker hobby and culture integrated into everyday life. Yeah.
1: It's that's that's where this came from. That's that's where the whole point came from. Was I was saying although sneakers have gotten like kinda corny, um this is the part of sneakers where I'm like happy to see where it's like, you know, like the these small little advancements that like make it more of like a lifestyle like a like an accessible lifestyle thing. Um than, you know, something that's like so geared toward like customization or like something really expensive. Like this this retails for about a hundred US dollars. Um and like, you know, just other stuff like um like Jason Mark. Like I feel like we take that for for granted all the time. Like Jason Mark Krep like do you remember when we used to have to, like, guard our sneakers with that bullshit stuff from Foot Locker? Yeah. That, like, was, <laughs> or like you, sport you know check. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I know what you're talking about.
0: I, they saw you on uh, those, like, shoe fresheners, too. Those, like, balls yeah. that you put in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I <laughs> I don't... Man, that stuff was, like, so bad for your shoes, too. Like, like literally, like, you, would, like, spread it on. And it's like, I feel like this is making the shoe way worse. Like, no, it's protecting it. Like, <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, we do. We do. I'm not gonna lie, we do take Jason Mark uh, for
1: yeah, Jason Mark, Prep Protect, it. all that good stuff. Sponsor,
0: Reshovenator,
1: Reshovenator, yeah. Reshovenator. I, I, you know what? I forget about them. They're like the, they're like the RC Cola of the. <laughs> 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 that's
2: what I'm asking for a sponsorships Yeah, Angelus
1: No, Angela's is different because, like, at least their sneaker cleaner, they sell in, like, the big-ass bottle, right? Like, it's not, like, they're not, like, marketing, like, they're not marketing that product to people. It's just, like, something in their product line that they have. That's pretty funny, though. I want to move on to um, a big announcement that Kith had uh, just uh, yesterday. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And it was essentially uh, Kith and uh, its new plan for diversity and giving back. So essentially what happened was uh, Ronnie Fieg named uh, philanthropist and entrepreneur Sharifa Murdoch as uh, the chief of people and culture. Um, so she'll be um, helping with outreach programs uh, and stuff like that. Ronnie said that um, he had to show respect to a culture that he's taken so much inspiration from. So uh, we definitely love to see that accountability um, from from – Uh, creator especially somebody on his level Um, just a little excerpt of what he said Um, on Monday in partnership with Martin Luther King the third we'll have the honor of commemorating Dr. King's iconic march on Washington the funds we will raise will support his continued activism and critical humanitarian work for Black History Month we will highlight independent black artists with a month-long series of releases raising funds and awareness for each one's working cause We'll also continue working with legacy artists who took part in shaping black American culture, including a second capsule with the estate of Notorious B.I.G., this time shifting Ooh. to a charitable model that will support education through the Christopher Wallace Foundation. Um, and also, adding on to that, 15% or more of the multi-brand apparel that Kith will sell will be from black designers from here forth. Nice. Step in right uh, direction. Definitely, definitely nice to to see the uh, the accountability from from a big brand like this, and uh, to see that uh, you know Ronnie's really putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah. Um, and the most important
2: know. thing there is all uh, the actionable items, for sure. Right, it's things they can actually do, and you can hold them accountable because they're actually saying like, "Yeah, we're gonna do fifteen percent of our." Um, our inventory essentially in the multi-brand will be from black owned, um, brands for sure.
0: I I don't pay attention to too much of the internet chatter comments, but one of the main things I used to see, right. Was that brands like Kith, like MA are taking so much from this culture, but yet like they're, they're not giving back. And this was way before the whole George Floyd stuff. So I think finally they've, figured out a way and, and they realize it's time we need to change and it's it it's very genuine i think that's the comment that we had before recording yeah. um it's just yeah. a small little chat is hey this is genuine and th- like you said dears he's actually showing you this is what i'm doing as opposed to other brands that are just saying hey we're gonna do better we promise to do better and then you don't hear from them afterwards like yeah. radio silence
2: yeah we were talking about it last week with um Virgil at Louis you know Louis did take that step but that's about it like they didn't make say anything else besides that and I wanted to bring that up because LVMH just announced their new leadership team for Tiffany that they finished acquiring and it's all like they just all look the same man they all look the same
1: old white men exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, it's like it's like you it's very easy to talk about how you're going to be better. It's very easy to say that you're going to be better. Um but if you don't actually do it, like you deserve to get blasted for it. Like I I hate how much virtue signaling I've seen in the past, you know, 6 months uh, to nine months from, from a lot of brands where it's like, again, you hear from them and then you never hear from them again. And mm-hmm. it's like, like you know, like it's and, – and look, I shouldn't be this surprised because we've definitely seen companies and brands do this with other initiatives in the past. Um, and I'm not talking about Kith. I'm talking about, you know, like just like virtue signaling and being like, oh, like we're – we're riding in and we're saving you guys or whatever. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, it's just it's really good to see some actual accountability here i I really think that they've handled this well and and I fully believe that this is like a genuine effort to to make a difference instead of just something where it's like, yeah, we'll see what happens with this in six months or we'll see what happens yeah. with this in a year. yeah
0: yeah good job, Ronnie. Good job to the to the good kids, job team. Ronnie. Another shout I want to do is, if you guys want to look into it, and this is for the listeners, is, is, both of you, another brand that has done a really great job um, is actually Ben & Jerry's. Uh, oh, hell yeah.
1: I've heard that, yeah.
0: They've done a really great job with, with it, too. Exceptional, exceptional. Yeah. Not an ice cream ben pod, and Jerry's. But,
1: yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you make good ice cream, bad shoes, but you also make good social decisions. Yes. So kudos to you. Kudos ben and to you. James. Please stick to the social activism and the ice cream. Don't do another shoe. <laughs> no more shoes. Yeah,
0: yeah, the shoe? No, I'm, I'm okay.
1: But um, we will forgive you for the shoe because of the social activism.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> Man, Man the, nice. I'm just
2: reading over the Tiffany Leadership Team again. Oof. Anthony Ledrew from Louis Vuitton. Um, Global commercial activities, Michael Burke, CEO, Louis Vuitton, Alexandra Arnault from Ramoa, the son of Bernard Arnault, the big bad chairman of Mage.
0: Jeez. Wow. Rockstar lineup.
2: Rockstar lineup. Despite like 40% of their business being in Southeast Asia. Damn right like a huge amount of business in asia yeah come on guys
0: i feel like for for some brands um
2: i don't I feel know. like it should be a no-brainer yeah right
1: i don't know yeah no for sure it's like what do you have to lose you don't have anything to lose like why don't you just do it already yeah it's a lot no, to I, gain. I agree
2: yeah and if you're a big There's... bad business with like nothing to lose like that and and like bad press doesn't really affect you that much man just put someone in there if they don't do well just fire them
1: that's that's the other thing is like you don't not only do you not have anything to lose you have so much to gain yeah like nobody's gonna look at that unless they're really the clientele that you didn't want in the first place and Mm go oh wow look at this like, this is disgusting. It's like, if people are saying that because you decide that you want to partake in some social activism, then I mean, you probably don't want those people wearing your clothes anyways, so.
2: Yeah. Or if, like, you really did, then just replace the person. Right? Like, hmm. doesn't take too long. And if you're not really caring about social activism, you don't really care anyways. Um which sounds bad, but
1: that's what the tactical move would be. No, for sure. Um, did you guys want to move on to watches by the way? I know that we're running a little, (laughs) a little really
0: quickly for those that really quickly uh, that, that like the Japanese brand neighborhood and you know, you, you like the aesthetics. They are partnering up with uh, Seiko on a prospects diver. I think it's rather large. Um, it's about a 44 millimeter diver, um, Similar to the BB58, you know, um, at the twelve o'clock has that very pronounced uh, red inverted triangle for legibility. Um, the reason I bring this up is not because oh, it's a um, it's it's a great watch, blah blah. blah. But I want to know, based off, and you guys could be looking at it right now, is um, is this a step into the right direction for watch and clothing brand collaborations, or like this is this is not going to get people and the general population to want to buy a watch and want to start re-wearing watches that's really what i want to ask
1: i think it's a good start i'm looking i'm looking at it now right now i for some
2: go ahead there no i'm i'm collecting my thought too. go ahead uh
1: for some reason uh i don't know why i literally have no idea why but, like, looking at this watch, it looks like something, even though, like, I know he, he definitely wears, like, flashier watches in this, but it looks like something that you would see, like, Dan Bilzerian wearing while shooting a gun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I see him with uh, other watches.
1: <laughs> I see him with other watches, but for yeah. some reason, it's like he goes out on the range, and then he wears a Seiko Neighborhood collab. Yeah. Like he a... tones it down for a day or something. But it's a dope watch. I, think... I love it. I think I think where you're getting at this is more like a Rambo watch. Yeah, yeah it's like a Rambo watch. Yeah, it's like something I would yeah. like wear into the jungle to like. I don't even know what Rambo's about. I honestly don't think I've ever seen the first Rambo. Mikey, does know Rambo know kills what kills Rambo's a about?
0: <laughs> Mikey, what? as you as I get I get Darius's thoughts on this. Why don't you also look at the Seiko Arnie like Arne, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Seiko Arnie. Because I think it's a very similar aesthetic to to what we were just talking about. Because Arnold has no actually see this a lot.
1: one. This one looks more like something that I feel like. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, it looks like you can call a drone strike in on this thing. <laughs> 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 this what the fuck is this thing at the what is this like digital display at the top? Why it's do like, they why this is such a stupid watch.
0: Like digital why do they have analog.
1: analog and digital. This is so stupid.
0: Technology, man. Technology <laughs> back in the day. No, this is a shitty
1: idea. No, that's a bad idea, man. Is this like a 90s watch? Was this like made in the 90s? 80s, I believe. Oh, okay. This makes so much more sense now. This makes like a lot more sense. It's like it's like the same it's like a <laughs>
0: the Arnie is uh, is famous <laughs> sir
1: it's like it's the same thing as how like the uh the Lamborghini Countach came with uh the little mirror that like you could like put on your lap you know what i mean it's the it's the same it's the same idea it's very eighties <laughs> it's very it's, it's, it's very ridiculousness 80s. <laughs>
3: yeah
0: nineteen eighty five you wore it
1: yeah um, did theory. he wear this in like, did he wear this in like Predator or something?
0: Yeah, he did. He did.
1: Oh, what? That's dope. I need me one of these. Oh, that's so There you go.
0: See? Now I want it. Now I want it.
1: Now I need it. How much is it? It's uh, under five, oh, I think. They're light. It's like 420. Okay, not light, but I mean. That's not light. <laughs> it's not light, but I'm saying like, it's not like as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought like for like a watch. The uh, like when did it when did it last release?
2: Nineteen
0: eighties. Th- last year or like two years ago? Oh no, really?
1: Alright. They've all right, had some like right. re
0: reissues. I think some are like solar. Um
1: Yeah, it's a it's a it's sports. a nice one. Yo, oh man. I need the Arnie Predator watch.
0: It's it's very oh. large. Um
1: just the, the 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 still of him holding like the rocket launcher. Yeah with the watch on I look can hold man the rock I, I like the, the story but
0: but the the size is uh,
1: too How how big is it? It looks I think it's gigantic.
0: 47-ish or even larger. Holy. But that's also cuz the lugs are almost non-existent. Are big. Yeah.
1: Anyways, but yeah, the to to you know, answer your question again, the the neighborhood collab is a very good step in the right direction. I think that Yeah. Uh when did, did that release already or or coming coming soon? coming it's coming
0: yeah. but like how how is that right right well oh my god how is that a step into the right direction like do you think your average hype beast, i shouldn't say average hypebeast but like your average person that's into to, to clothes and fashion will end up buying a watch because of this or i feel like we need something more like that's just my thought
2: i think we can do more like if neighborhood they like something with the strap or something like that but you know what this does it puts the cycle watch inside all the neighborhood retailers
3: Mm.
2: you know it it sort of sort of forces exposure to people and then if they happen to like it or their retailer salespeople are really good at their job and they multi-sell that get that multi-unit transaction going yeah then um it could do really well and if you riff off of having, like, a really big neighborhood fan, and I this actually looks really good with neighborhood clothes because it's very, like, casual. Yes. Like, it looks so good. Um, I think it totally works. What doesn't work, in my opinion, Bulgari Fragment, bro.
0: I <laughs> came from, like, left field.
2: Oh, uh, oh. Uh, I saw the announcement. I saw the photos. It's like, bro, you're so much better than this fragment come on bulgari come on
0: i i'm curious to see how that partnership even like started like oh, who approached need, need who how did it go
1: oh man i still haven't seen the watch i'm googling it right now oh my god what's well, a collection too oh it's a full Bruh. collection oh the backpack oh, is trash i really Bruh. don't like the backpack yeah these shoes are in collaboration with them as well. these sneakers with the gum sole they they kind of look like a ewing <laughs> don't they don't they look like, like like a like a ewing low
0: yeah they kind of do
1: The sole is like spot on if i'm not mistaken i I haven't seen a pair of ewings in a long time i you know what's really funny is remember when ewings were like popping off for like eight months in like twenty twelve do you know, do you, do you know what I'm talking I about? I remember when the Yuen's were just hot for like 8 months and then Ewing Athletics have been like, "Thank God." And then like nobody bought another pair of those shoes ever again. To, to
0: to go back to the watch, I just think it's not it. That this is not how you execute a That's th- the wrong way to do. I can't find a the watch. collaboration.
1: Can somebody send me a picture of this watch cuz I can't find it? you can look at your screen. Oh. Ugh. Looks like it belongs in the dashboard of a Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> With spinning <laughs> rims? It's fucking ugly as hell.
3: Yeah. I, was,
1: um, <laughs> I think it's very ugly. Why does it look like a sundial?
2: So it comes off of the Bulgari Bulgari collection, which has, like, Bulgari written all the way around the bezel. It's supposed to be very, like in your face about it and they i think they just thought like having both of the logos there
1: would work but design wise right it looks like a like a i don't fucking know it looks like somebody like repurposed like a like a kitchen sink or something like a (laughs) faucet yeah the material is so ugly like this is no like this is literally i swear to god this is the worst watch we have ever covered on this pod damn yeah it's it's not yeah. even close. We, we've like covered good Nevada watches every single TV. week. What the fuck is this?
2: It's like they... they It was like Friday at 4.45 p.m. And they're like, oh, wait, we need to finish the, for this for the Monday launch. <laughs> even the, di- the closely- dial
1: is so fucking
2: ugly. The thing is, it's like... It's just designed poorly as well. Like... The fragment on the bezel on the bottom there, it's just not balanced with the Bulgari. Like aesthetically, it doesn't look good, it's not balanced. They should have spaced it out more, right? Yeah, or added in back in the uh, the vowels and fragment. Do something so it fills in that space, like keep the fragment and Bulgari logo on no, the dial this, this more separated. Legitimately-
1: like, this is bad. This is the yeah. worst watch we have ever covered on this podcast. Like, I, like, w- like, oh, my God. Like, Daniel Wellington, like, they they probably. <laughs> they you probably, really want no, that DW don't. sponsor, don't you? He wants that DW sponsorship. <laughs> man. You know what? I mean, like, I feel like they pay well, man. I feel like <laughs> they pay well. I'm not even going to lie to you
0: what when it I could really to...
1: lean, I could really lean into this whole shitty watch thing.
0: You, you can. You know, when it comes to to watches with a dial like this, I think the only one that I can really rock with is the Rolex Day-Date. Um the one with uh basically no numerals. Just has the Day-Date no. black dial um onyx dial 18 karat gold bracelet, I think, with the fluted bezel. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That is the only yeah, one where I feel that like... That watch is, like, classic. Yeah. This watch is, like... It's a flop. Fucking know, man. It's a flop. Like, they it's literally flop. just, like, found, like, some spare metal, and we're just like, well, let's we'll make a watch out of it. I cannot get over how ugly the face is, though.
0: So, w- would you pick that uh, neighborhood Seiko over this uh, fragmented...
1: A hundred percent. It's not even a question. It's not even a question. Like that, that Seiko neighborhood watch could like, I'm trying to think of something so ridiculous. Like uh, it could have, I don't know. I don't even know. I can't think of anything ridiculous enough to explain as to how terrible that Seiko neighborhood watch would have to be in practice for me to choose the Bulgari watch over it, yeah. But and like the Bulgari is not
2: cheap because it's Bulgari. Like they had so it's much. Pr- it's
1: probably like a five, six thousand dollar watch, is it not?
2: Probably more. More, probably.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. Stick to stick to making Escalade timepieces.
2: I think. Ridiculous. Okay, you know what? If Fragment put more time into making this and had like say jewelry instead of a watch I think they could have done a way better job like Fragment can do better than this
1: that's almost like saying like if if DMC made um, made toasters instead of cars they'd still be in business
0: <laughs> what if they did an Octo Finissimo?
2: and he messed that up bro
0: no like do you think that's more fragment?
2: Yeah, I think so. It's more it's more avant-garde. Yeah. It makes more sense. I also agree. This is a $6,000 Can, can one.
1: we please make a pact right now that we never talk about this watch ever again? I'm not even talking about the fragment version of it. I'm talking about this watch period. Like the I vulgar- never vulgar- want to vulgar- hear about this watch again. Let's never talk about this this watch <laughs> again. Please.
2: It's a very it's a very old
1: design, like a very It's ugly very as design. hell. It's <laughs>
2: I just feel, I'm like, I'm more disappointed in both ball Green and Fragment that they let this come out as a product than like how it looks.
1: You know what, you know what the, you know what the dial looks like? It looks like, um, they like took like black shoe polish and put it on like a cotton ball and then they just like swirled it, around,
2: <laughs>
1: swirled oh, it, it oh my God. Texture. Look at texture. them, like, can't you, like, doesn't texture. it look like there's like so many stroke marks in the face? You see what I'm talking about? Like it just looks like so unrefined. Like what a terrible fucking watch. They had they had a lot of opportunity
2: and then they added in like the bags and and the shoes. This just feels so cash grabby to me. It feels Oh, very, the octofinissimo is
1: pretty dope. Yeah, they should have done a Fragment collab in this.
2: Yeah. It would have been really good. Yeah.
1: I agree. This watch is thin as hell. What the fuck? <laughs> That's why It's I had so to... thin. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like it's made out of paper. Is this like the thinnest watch ever, or something? The Piaget is right. It was the thin- thinnest watch ever
2: <laughs> for a minute.
1: Huh. Yeah. It's very dope. I like it. I yeah. think I prefer so it with it, it, with the steel band, though. Yeah, it's really good.
0: The 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 engineering behind it is is why I love it.
1: How much yeah. does that go for? Many dollars. Like realistically, though, it's like over thirty.
2: Ah, uh, it can be because they have, like, they have the complications. MSRP. In. No, no, I mean like they have complications and like different variants oh, okay. of the uh, okay. of the watch, right?
1: Okay, base um, base model Octaphenissimo. I actually don't know, but I'm gonna find uh, out.
0: Yeah, I'm looking right now too. Like there are a few, like some are under under twenty,
2: but then yeah. some are over twenty. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I like this watch. It's really good. I tried on a few. Um, very light. Could you break it just by looking at it? No, it doesn't feel that delicate. Okay.
1: I'd prefer this to a sub. Ooh, Ooh or, light, or like any Rolex. Wow.
2: Damn. Okay. I re- I remember walking
0: past the the really? Yorkdale store and and seeing it. I'm just like, oh shit, there it is. But I n- never have, have tried it on. I I'll be honest call me a sucker for it just like um Nike but I for that price I think I would actually go for the uh Yachtmaster in Everose on yeah. the Oysterflex Reet.
2: Retailing. How, how much is the Yachtmaster
0: retail Is it up to 30s now or under just under I believe it's
1: let's check Yeah I'd prefer it to a Yachtmaster too I don't know Yachtmaster I don't know if that's a shitty take but I just feel like the look of the Yachtmaster, like I guess the Yachtmaster like an... ever
2: rose 32 two two Canadian. Yeah. Okay.
1: I guess, I guess this is kind of like a, an outsider perspective on it. I don't know if this is like a stupid take or not, but no, no. A Yachtmaster. Um, I just feel like I see like tags like that. You know what I mean? Like the shape, like the way the watch looks. Like you know like I like like have you never seen like a tag that looks like that like I like I don't know like I, f- I feel like like it's a nice watch obviously it's a nice watch I'm just saying like either like between that or the Bulgari which is like very unique I would probably take the Bulgari Is this fair for the price point Darius is so pissed right now <laughs> It's more like
2: it's different products it's very different like the Bulgari is much more of a daring watch than Rolex, correct?
1: Yeah. But I, so I like, thought you were pissed off about my my Tag Rolex thing.
2: I mean, it's more like Tag sees a good design, then it gets really diluted. <laughs> <laughs> in this, in the same way, like every diver watch yeah. has a bezel, yes. has, yeah. Time and gradations
1: Yeah, it
0: might right. have those crown guards. Might not.
1: Yeah, yeah. I hate this colorway. By the way, Ed, the one that you just sent. Gr- I hate.
0: It's great in black person. and gold. Oh, it's so good. It's so good in person. Gold. It's, Everose gold it slaps in person. It's so good in person.
1: Trust me. I just. Me. I hate. I hate tr- black and gold.
0: Trust. Trust. Just trust. Unless it's trust
1: the us. New Orleans Saints, which <laughs> is a different. Trust us. It's very, it's, nice it's, very, very it's, it's very good.
2: It's that nice in person? It's very good. Have
1: you tried it on in person? I have. Yes. I think I might prefer the 37 to the 40.
2: I've tried that as well.
1: Do you prefer the 37 or the 40?
2: I prefer the 40. Yeah. The 40. Do you like the Yachtmaster bare... too? It's too large for me. It's a very technically impressive watch, correct? It's too large. It's, for me, it's so.
1: extremely cool to look at, but I feel like it looked like shit on my wrist. It's very large.
2: Forty four millimeters. It's big and it's uh thick. It's a complicated watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, um circling back to the conversation we had last week about the Omega Speedmaster. Yes. Uh my dad was asking me about some watches. And he was thinking about getting a Rolex. Okay. Um, and he was like, oh, like, I can get, like, a, I can get like the cheapest one. Like, he was going to get, like, a sub or something like that. Um, and I'm like, well, let me tell you, you're not going to be able to get that for MSRP. <laughs> like, you're not getting that watch. He's like, well, what alternatives do I have? And I said, let me tell you about the brand new and improved Omega Speedmaster. And he might actually 20. cop a speedmaster. <laughs> he might oh, cop good. a speedmaster. It's
0: a, it's a great pick, man.
1: He kind of wants to cop a tutor uh, black bay forty two. I am not, I am not gonna.
0: He's gonna get the undefeated one, right?
1: <laughs> he's gonna get the undefeated one for sure. He's a huge, he's a huge hype piece, you didn't know. <laughs> he's a huge undefeated guy.
3: <laughs>
1: um, if he gets, if he gets the black, if he, get, if he gets the black bay before me. I'm going to be a little pissed off. I'm Ooh. not, not going to
3: lie.
1: You're going to have to borrow it from him sometimes. Yeah, I Oh, hey, you would never let me. But I literally, <laughs> I, I've, been, I've looked at that watch at least like 15 times this week.
0: Really? The black it's guy, happening. Yeah. With the with the blue dial? I mean, the blue bezel? Sorry. Yeah,
1: uh, no, the blue dial. Because it's not the, oh. uh, we, I don't know. I think you said it was like the difference between like the heritage and something, like, something else, right? The
0: fifty eight? Are you? Were you looking at the black
2: bay? 58? No, no. He he was looking at the one, um, the uh, with,
1: with the steel bezel, steel bezel. Oh, it's not the aluminum. Steel bezel it's with not... the, with the navy face. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Very dope watch. If I do well this year, that's what I'm getting. Just like all of some sneakers, right? Yeah. Look, man, you know I can't really do that. I <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I've been really thinking,
2: we'll thinking yeah. of the Royal. I've been really thinking of the Royal. Great watch. I know. Try it on in person. Try on the Steel and Gold. Steel and Gold 30 is going to be the one.
1: Wow. Hmm. All right, guys. Well, I think that does it for this
0: yeah. week. I know. I think. Oh,
2: you so. know what I want? What I want to see. Okay. You know how we were talking about the Arnie Psycho? Yes. How that was the watch you go into the jungle and fight. Like with armies in. I want Mikey to check out the RM2501. I got this live reaction.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, if I ever, if my credit card ever swipes for whatever they want me to try it on for, then try... sure. <laughs> RM2501? Yes. 25-01. This is ridiculous. This is actually ridiculous. I know it. it <laughs> this is ridiculous. I know. I said it looks like you can call a drone strike in with that other watch. No, this watch. This watch. Oh my god. Like this, this shit sure, better work I'm, as a radio. I'm this sure is Mr., insane. Mr.,
0: I'm sure Mr. Stallone probably has has. It
1: that. has a level on it. He has uh, it's his thing right, it on it, bro. Let's, let's wrap this episode up. This is, you know, like, this is fucking
2: crazy. <laughs> bro, it has a level on it. It has water purifying capsules on it. Was no, this, it like, does not. W- was this for, like, it, the Expendables? It was, um, the, the, um. It's Sylvester Stallone's watch, man.
0: Yeah, very Sylvester.
2: It's literally his watch. I'm not even joking. Yeah, um, um, it it bears his name. Damn. But yeah. You know? Wow. It has a it has a level. Water capsules, a turbion,
1: a compass. Three shotgun shells. Probably. It, it looks big <laughs> enough for it. That is nuts. A gun How license. much does it go for? Who pay who's paying for this watch? Uh it's going for around a million dollars US. Okay. All right, guys. I, this has been the tells and the, Thread podcast. Uh, I, it I, tells the time. <laughs> can you please write this <laughs> So if you
0: would like to request um, for more of these insane watches, please hit up Darius on his IG. What is it again? D-A-R dot D-A-R. I-G. D-A-R. And if you are crying and you want to join Mikey in crying that you'll never be able to afford this, please hit him up at, where can they cry with you at, sad boy? What a
1: stupid fucking watch. Uh, It's uh, it's, it's uh, H-E-Y-I-M-M-I-K-E-Y. Hey, I'm Mikey. like, Like, just Google this watch. Google this watch and tell me it's not the most ridiculous shit you have ever seen in your entire... Like, oh my God. Like it has a level on it it's got a lot for it's... what for what <laughs> why why does it have a level on it like why it's like so it doesn't even taking... make sense it literally doesn't even make
2: sense no there's, there's, there's a real reason for it for what so if you're taking if you're us- you can use a watch right to find north Using the sun and you have to have a level reading for that. So it has a level on it. So you can use it as a compass. And it has a compass bezel.
1: Or maybe you could just look up in the sky and then the sun's there. And then you gotta be save accurate, a million dollars.
2: Bro. You gotta be accurate. And if you and if you're stuck in the wilderness, right, and you don't have water, you have water purifying tablets in your watch. This has... And been... then you and you can tell the time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this has been the
0: 16th episode of the Springs and Earth podcast. Again, this watch is the RM2501-01. Yeah. Take care, and we'll see you next week.
1: Peace. Good night. See ya. See ya, guys. Sorry. sorry see ya. <laughs>
3: Fuck.